Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, welcome to episode 170 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, June 24th, 2015. My name is Dan Gorman, and well, 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 if it isn't my old friend underage drinking, so we meet again. How are you, <laughs> underage drinking, <laughs> besides illegal? <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and you're going to love Africa. I mean, I've only seen it in cartoons, but it looks hilarious. <laughs> My name is Greg Legro, and I'm a Derek, and Derek's don't run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So much to talk about this week. Uh, we played Film Roulette. It was a winner's choice where the loser had to stay home and watch Pacify, The Pacifier. Uh, two people had to listen to Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's album. We'll roll four movies next week um, and have a new album to talk about next week. And then we will play 90210 Oh Yeah Relay, where Casey will take us through an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 Season 3 uh, and tell us all about what's going on there. But first... I did... Everything objectionable. This I week. know is <laughs> wonderful. It was the worst. Yeah, um, but most first, of it today. <laughs> uh, you got to squeeze it all in on one awful day. One <laughs> Just make very it make weird day. Yeah. Um, before we get to the itty bitty tidbit committee, please mm-hmm. let us know what you think of the things that we talk about on this show by emailing us at info at modernsuperior dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep those emails coming. Please go to iTunes, type in "See You Next Wednesday," and rate and review us, please. It really helps. And rate and review every podcast that you listen to. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Or um, if you get mad about our Jurassic World reviews, please write them on the episode page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about you, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it would start and ignite a firestorm of yeah, engagement. Yeah. I was afraid. We made Jake Gorman very angry. Yeah, he was yeah, on yeah. it. I'm just going to not watch movies anymore. <laughs> I'm terrified. Yeah, he yeah. has way more flips than Dan Gorman. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he flips can, here and there and everywhere I on know. Facebook. And I'm like, that guy, that guy is in way better shape than I have any uh, than I have any business arguing with Uh, yeah go if you listen if you saw Jurassic World uh, go to our last episode last week and and throw your comments in there Mm -hmm. Um, or throw your defend us against (laughs) against my brother brother. (laughs) Um, or or throw your comments on this thread um the discuss uh, discussion threads. I just updated them on the site a while ago, and they're really great. I didn't know how great of a comment section that was. I've been just using discuss like outside of our site a lot mm-hmm. lately. Oh, discuss. Yeah, 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I've only ever read it. Discus? Disgrace. What's squeeze? Yeah. I didn't realize that it was like. Are you on Disgrace? <laughs> Disgrace? <laughs> I didn't realize that it's like actually a whole site that you can just use as like a as like another social channel. Oh like yeah, you, mm-hmm. yeah. So like you can just follow like websites and have all of their their posts basically show up in your Discus feed and then be up on all the news while also commenting on stuff. I didn't realize oh, that. Boy. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh boy! Um, the whole world of opportunity. I know <laughs> to get your my idiot opinions out there. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Kenneth Branagh back for Thor three. I agree. In that voice. Ah! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just in between the words. Ah, Kenneth Branagh. Ah! Yeah, Deborah. You sound a little bit da, like Deborah. Uh, Deborah. Uh. <laughs> oh, we have fun. Yeah, nice time. Um. All right. Well, let's get into the news and what we watched. Uh, I wrote a couple things down. Did you guys uh, see any any movie news that made you think Uh, or made you go, hmm? hmm. (laughs) Uh, Movie news, you say? Yeah. Uh, Eli Roth is going to apparently make Meg. Yeah. Which I've been hearing is is soon to be a major motion picture since like 1998. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why him? Uh, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Why Meg? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It just seems like a... Like a large, like, like I mean, well, what kind of a budget are they going to get? I don't know. I mean, it's the it's the best selling book about giant sharks. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, I'm uh, kind of like maybe I would like to see a movie by him that wasn't just like the same movie he always makes. But at the same yeah. time, I feel like he's made the same movie in different genres. Yeah, and it's always kind of similar. And I'd like to see but, a shark movie that's not, uh, you know. One of the shark movies they make. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel oh, yeah, like, like Sharknado. And, I mean, like, just because this was a book doesn't mean it's like a good story necessarily. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I, I'm not that familiar with the, with the story other no, than I, Giant Shark. Is like I just read the synopsis shark? on Wikipedia and I was like, well, this sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I feel like, again, what if he goes back to making a real fun, funny movie? Yeah. yeah. Sure, but he know. wrote like, <clears throat> he wrote a movie called Aftershocks, which was his take on like a earthquake movie and right, then apparently yeah. that from what i heard was like still his really it was like all these idiots go somewhere and there's an earthquake it was like the same setup oh, yeah. of his movies anyway yeah well this would at least be like from a source material so yeah he'd have to take literary <laughs> literary characters and make them into idiots yeah uh, <laughs> literary characters yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't well, know. Best of luck to you, Rothy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I Maybe mean, this one will get released. I remember when I heard there there was supposed to be a thing. I was like, "Ooh, a Megalodon movie." But now I've already seen Shark Attack 2 Megalodon. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be better than that. No, yeah. nothing is. Shark Attack <laughs> no, yeah. 3 no, is a wonderful movie. Nothing could bill. be better than that. Yeah. It's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Um I wrote down uh on the superhero news, I just referenced it in a bit, but yeah. that the Hulk uh, two things. Right, they're bringing. They're thinking about bringing back Kenneth Branagh for Thor three, right. which I think is a good idea. Yeah, which I you know the first I, one was good. When I saw Thor two in the theaters, I saw it by myself. In, yeah. at the Carlton with not many expectations, <laughs> and I had a nice time. It was yeah. fine. Did just, you I, did you expect the theater to stink? <laughs> you were yeah, like, it I doesn't did. smell like being Some yet. expectations were absolutely reached. <laughs> were All were these no expectations were totally there. Uh, <laughs> it, but I just rewatched. Thor 2 a little while ago. That's a bad movie. It's so bad. <laughs> I, I really don't seen like it. it. That's the one that I'm just like, you know what? I can probably give that one a Yeah, pass. there's you probably don't nothing. It. I don't think you need many space elves in your life. Not many yeah. more. 
Space uh, elves? Space elves. I don't know if I've got much more space <laughs> for more elves. Right. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Space elves. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Elves. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, it's so it's such a weird movie because you think all like the space elves stuff would be super crazy, over the top, entertaining, but it's really just no. Like, that's not what I think when I hear. Well, space I don't elves. know. Like, <laughs> like you think, okay, there's going to be all these space creatures, let's sure. say, and it'll be like a colorful, like interesting cast of characters. But I can't even remember who the villain was or what he was doing yeah. or why I should have cared. Yeah. So it's just it's weirdly bland. Yeah. For yeah. So yeah, it I, was like it was a chore to get through. Yeah. I would love like, Brown Aw back because yeah, I think he yeah. he did something really interesting with Thor. So for sure, yeah. And then also, yeah, Hulk. The mm. Hulk rights. Mark Ruffalo was saying we can't do a solo Hulk movie because Universal has the rights. But then a new article came out saying, yeah, Universal has the rights, but Marvel could make a solo and they could movie, be the but distributor. yeah, Universal could say we'll be the distributor or we're not the distributor and then somebody else would be able to take it. Right. Mm. So could happen. I don't know that they should make a Hulk movie. No. Unless they're going to go... They've already done it successfully twice. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you guys need to be right? Yeah. <laughs> Quit showing off. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. You're great at making Hulk movies. <laughs> it's so easy. Yeah. It's not terrible. Um... Yeah. Uh, has, has anyone revisited the, the Ang Lee one? Because uh, I haven't seen it since I saw it in it's theaters. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. I did, because I had it on DVD, and I found, if I, if I skipped through it, I got pretty good at skipping through <laughs> to make it. The way it was meant to be seen. I, if I put it on and then just don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, ch- I took out a bunch of chunks and I'd watch it, so it was more like about an 80-minute movie. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, some monster <laughs> dogs. All right. Some of the scenes looked really good then. Like, I liked some of the action stuff. I don't know how it would be now, but... Yeah. He, re- he, you know, he saves the day by being mad, really mad at his dad at the end. That's how yeah. like, the movie ends. Take it all, <laughs> dad! I want to oh, go to the mall. <laughs> yeah. Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember being really put off by how like literal they were making it a comic book movie by like a scene ending with a guy blowing up and now putting his arms in the air. And up. Being I was like, asked where you sat on the Josh Lucas death. Yeah, because I I like it. <laughs> it's, I think yeah, that's it's funny. Right. Like I think about it. Because I remember when it first came out and when I first saw it, I was like, cool, he's running through the little panels and stuff. Yeah. And then now when I think back on it, I'm like, oh, that must be stupid, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it again to find out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was really well received at the time. Yeah. The thought, the thinking man's comic book movie. I don't think it was that ever, <laughs> It was no. At no point was that no, like, no. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh a monster dog. actually <laughs> oh. correct. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the dog. Yeah. The dogs, right? Yeah. yeah, I remember being like, "What are we doing here? <laughs> Did you just make a Hulk movie so he could fight some dogs? Yeah. What have we become? Yeah, it's like they're really big, but they're still dogs. Yeah. It's the Hulk, oh puppy. But it, I think you've got to go the full nine if you're going to bother to make a Hulk movie. Get him talking like he does. I know they're afraid to step like get in there and get a, give him a voice. But the comics, he talks like fucking crazy and has yeah. for years. So just get him talk. Go make Planet Hulk. Yeah, I just reread that. It's it's a treat. Now that's something that I really would like to see that see someone take a run at. Yeah, yeah. and they've got it all. It's all set there that they could set it up and make it happen. Like mm-hmm. they're very really worried about you know the, what the Hulk's going to do to people. And you just fire him up, put him on the battle planet. You know, 
Yeah, you know, it just it's a Hulk. It's Hulk fighting people and discovering himself for a while. And then he just then he, then he has to come back and kill he all the heroes through Europe. And <laughs> yeah, he backpacks for a while. You know, grows his hair out. And, <laughs> yeah. and buys some devil sticks. <laughs> devil sticks. He oh grows as much of a beard as he can. Yeah. It's a little patchy, but you get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's all you can do, though. Yeah. I don't want to see him just running around being like, <laughs> I want to see you running around. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I got a four-hour movie of me doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't believe it cost $40 million. <laughs> <You know. laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No. Yeah, that was my, my comic book news uh, nuggets that I wrote down. Nuggets. Yeah. Mm, yep. You yeah, showed us your nuggets. nuggets. Oh, and Greg, yeah. you mentioned uh, out loud, because I, I think I, I put it up <laughs> uh-huh. on the Facebook page, Expondables. Yeah. What? Expondables, yeah. Yeah, the, the Bond what? Bond actors potentially getting together for a Expendables-style Bond movie mm-hmm. or, oh, or think, action movie. I thought you meant the delicious lunch with the crackers and the meats. And <laughs> <laughs> and Lunchables? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm thinking about Lunchables. Lunchables. <laughs> You know, we got Battleship and we got all these board game movies. Why not do Why not Lunchables? Lunchables <laughs> We're getting pixels soon, so do Lunchables. Yeah, yeah. I saw that Sean Connery is squares of cheese. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal is a cracker. <laughs> he's a little salty, but he's soft on the inside. <laughs> um I mean, I'd watch that if they got all the Lunchables, former Bonds in a movie. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> they got all the former Bonds to play a breakfast yeah. or a yeah. lunch and meat I could eat. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I don't but see that happening because like, Connery hasn't been in anything since the League of Extraordinary yeah. Gentlemen. Are they and so- I, frankly, there's always a chance that he won't understand the script. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's a very good chance I, of that. I love how often if you look through trivia on IMDb, it'll come up that he was offered a part but didn't take it because he couldn't understand the script. <laughs> <laughs> um. Is, Sorry, I'm, I this is the first time hearing of it. Would it be called Xbondables? No, I made that no, up. No, no. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Um, okay then just, I'm out. They'd be like four or five spies of different, well, not, I'm, not many different age groups. Uh, mostly very old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm looking it up now because I'm wondering, is it going to be like in the Bond universe or is it just like, hey, we're all old spies, wink, wink? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a wink, a wink, okay. thing. That's, and you know, I mean, I don't know. what. That's the, gross. Yeah. Yeah, Roger Moore has revealed about the plan for Expendable-style unofficial Bond movie, which would feature all of the uh, 007 actors. Right. Uh, Sean Connery isn't interested. <laughs> it's isn't? Oh, he's not? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Big shock. Yeah. So who yeah. do you really have? Because George Lazenby's dead, uh, isn't he? Is he? I it killed says, him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, no. Uh, it says, Roger Moore claimed that producers are hoping to feature him, George Lazenby, Timothy Dalton, and Pierce Brosnan in a feature film. Yeah. But right. at the well, same time admitted Connery. Said, wasn't David Niven one of them? Isn't he an unofficial Bond? David no. Niven? 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 I don't know. <laughs> Niven? Well, you know uh, Roger Moore will do anything. Yeah. Uh, and I, I... Well, Pierce Brosnan, he's your, like, young fella. He's... The, in this, uh, yeah, in this your, wonderful idea, he's, he's your young, spry, fifty-seven-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. As long as they make it like Space Cowboys, maybe I'm in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh for the listeners, that one was for cowboys. This yeah, time. <laughs> oh, cowboys. <laughs> oh. My taste have changed. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like Space Cowboys, and like, isn't there someone where they're going to get some? <laughs> Penis drugs for somebody who's old. What? What's that movie where there are the old fellas are running around and oh, uh, the stand-up guy. That's the one. Yeah, that's because yeah. I had to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I and mean, there's also the Red series. 
right? Red and yeah. Red too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which are, are good ones. Uh, wild hogs. Yeah. Wild. Old dogs. <laughs> old dogs. <laughs> old dogs and wild, wild hogs. hogs. Uh. The story of Robert Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. It sounds like a bad idea. I forgot in the in the comic corner, uh, the director of Selma, Ava de, uh, DuVernay, is rumored to be attached to the Black Panther film. Yeah, right, which right. I say go for I, it. That would I'm be amazing. Super into that because yeah. fucking Selma is a really well directed movie. Yeah. yeah, and we need more people that uh, like more, more more integrity directors. That's doing, what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, doing. Uh, uh, doing superhero movies, like something, yeah. yeah, somebody that has proven themselves with a phenomenal motion picture, and then is maybe going to take those talents to a genre that normally wouldn't have that kind of director. Yeah, more, yeah. more kind of the brand. Which is why yeah, Thor Rana worked. And fucking uh, there's others. Less guy that was from Game of Thrones that made Thor two because they were like, oh, we need someone to direct this thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Nope, I don't know Game of Thrones. Yeah. Me either. Apparently, a lot of people die on yeah, it. Yeah, apparently some crazy some shit happened happens. on Game of Thrones. Yeah, I know. It was I've a been, finale, right? Because I, I do... Uh, I remember, like, months ago, Matt Colley was like, did any of you guys watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. yeah. That's how I read his did typing. He, you, read them, you read them like he's Seinfeld? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's the deal with you guys watching Game of Thrones? I want, I want Matt to draft up a picture of himself with his arms up in the air with the words, <laughs> do any of you guys watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah. But dressed as Jerry Seinfeld. Dressed, as, dressed in the puffy dressed shirt. Every everyone from the guest of Seinfeld. <laughs> This will be the one time we ask him to make something for our Facebook wall where he's like, eh, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, but I do watch Game of Thrones, but I'm way, way behind, so I literally just started. Yeah. But Facebook has been a buzz with something fucking so, crazy yeah. happened, and I'm uh, I'm now I'm trying to plow through so I can get there so it doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. There was yeah. a really good Onion article that went up like a couple days before the finale where it was like, Game of Thrones viewers shocked that somebody important died, and the whole article was like, I don't know, an elf died or something? <laughs> Everyone was really shocked about it. It was pretty funny. Yeah. It was well timed. That's exactly how I feel about Game of Thrones. I'm like, oh, somebody died. Oh. oh. <laughs> I wonder if it was a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. What else? So what? What else is going on? Anybody watching things? Any other news? Yeah, I, saw I watched some stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I didn't watch very much stuff. I watched a trailer today for uh, Paul White's new movie. Paul White's. Yeah, uh, called Grandma. Yeah, I watched with, that uh, with Lily Tomlin and uh, a blonde girl. And uh, boy, does Lily Tomlin ever look great! Yeah, hmm. uh, it it really looks like you know sassy old broad. Uh, it doesn't understand the youth, you know, yeah, like yeah, one yeah. of those. It looks a cut above though from it the really trailer. Does. Yeah, like, like it looks like. Uh, um, Julia Garner being the other yes, uh, absolutely. Woman. She was in a movie called The Perks of Being a Wallflower, which yeah. apparently is it's supposed phenomenal. To be. She was also in Martha Marcy May Marlene, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Th- I actually think that trailer looks really good. I was I was kind of really excited it, after seeing it that. It really does. Like yeah. it looks like the like the good the good version of the sassy grandma. Where yeah. You're like okay, well this sassy grandma a be tripping and mm. b uh, <laughs> is going to teach me something about yeah, about yeah. something. I totally. love Lily Tomlin. She's the greatest. I, she's oh like, yeah. She can't do anything wrong. No, no. Like I've never seen a movie where I've been like, I didn't like Lily Tomlin. No, that. no, that's not a thing. Oh. <laughs> I rewatched uh, the Incredible Shrinking Woman not too long ago. Oh no way. Oh yeah, man, yeah. it's still just fucking great i've been really I've never wanting seen to that. go back and watch all of me 
Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. But uh, it's been so long since I've seen it, and I'm worried, because I loved that movie when I was a kid. I'm just worried that it doesn't hold up. I'm going to uh, wager that it's probably fine. Yeah. Because there's not any, like, old Steve Martin movie where I'm like, mm, this isn't funny. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. all, I, if, if, if the man with two brains is still fucking good. Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure all of me is probably yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid in a while either, but still, I still still good, that's still right. funny. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie's amazing. Yeah, his making coffee is one of the, my oh, favorite scenes so ever good. in anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys watch the uh, trailer for Emily Blunt in Sicario? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Holy right. shit! Like yeah. the new Dennis. Uh, Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Yeah, yeah. He's not, he's not Spanish. Villeneuve. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Man. Can't God wait. damn it, that, that guy with so his good. movies. <laughs> Holy shit. I, like, he's fast becoming one of my one of the directors where I see that there's a movie coming up from him, and mm. it's, like, top of my list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I really don't think they should be making anything to do with Blade Runner, but with him attached, at least there's... Yeah. At least tonally, it's going to be right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this movie, like, it looks, you know, in other hands, it could have just been like, okay, this is a drug cartel thriller or whatever, mm, but, yeah. like, fuck, does that trailer look so amazing? <laughs> yeah. I was just, like, fucking mouth agape, like, I can't yeah. well, wait to see this from yeah. that trailer, so. Yeah, it looks perfectly measured and, like. Yeah. Uh, good cast, too. Yeah. Great fucking cast. Totally. If you haven't seen that trailer, you definitely got to watch it. Yeah. I wonder how much of it for me is that he is a Canadian director. Mm-hmm. That that just makes me go like we, well, we got a good one, guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I well, know yeah, made, well, the movies are really good because yeah. there's other Canadian directors, and you're not like mm, add them to the list of my yeah. favorite Canadian directors. <laughs> uh, uh, well, but okay, have you guys seen the the trailer for is it Adam McGoyan? I think uh, his newest one mm-hmm. about the uh, concentration camp. And, yeah, and the, the survivors who yeah. goes to uh, to. Settle the score. Yeah, I, like, I saw the trailer for that. Plummer and and like I'll Martin find the name down. Mm. I can't remember what it's yeah. called, but I keep seeing the trailer for it, and I keep going. I got to talk about that on the show. Yeah, I've not seen God that trailer. Damn, it looks good. I'm gonna get the name of it before we move on. Um, Do it. Yeah. Do it. Uh, remember? Is no. this the one? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> hey guys, top what? ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. top ten podcast. Yeah, remember. <laughs> 2016. <laughs> Uh, it's called. <laughs> We're on that list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So remember, I saw the trailer yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. I keep, I keep it, seeing it. In front it of looks a, good. I think yeah. it looks fucking great. Yeah, I will watch that. It, it, the thing about that trailer though was it was edited in a way where it was kind of like I don't know. There, there's something about it where you're like, are they hiding? Because I feel like I heard the captive wasn't very good and the devil's knot was apparently garbage. Yeah. So which, I feel like he's oh, on yeah, rocky ground. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, part of me was like, this looks really good. And then part of me was like, did you just get this nicely edited? Because <laughs> yeah. his last ones apparently weren't good. Uh, yeah. But, but it, I mean, he's got a great concept. Good movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. You know, this could be a this could be a real this could be his history of violence, you yeah, know, where yeah. where like Cronenberg coming back to a sort of a whole new mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once he got existence out of his system. Right. Hey, I like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. That's a uh, uh, Cronenberg made me think of History of Violence and uh, Eastern Promises. Made me think of Viggo Mortensen, which also made me think that I read an article today that they're, they're trying to get him. He's close to signing on to be the villain in the new Bourne movie. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I could be down for that. I still got to watch those movies. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. They're really good. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, that's cool. Definitely. I'd definitely right. be down for that. Mm hmm. As long as I think up a new storyline, because who is Jason? I know. Why are they framing him? Is like, 
Get over Got it. Got that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the story could be. Was uh, what was, was the new? Well, they did one without him, right? Without yeah, with Jeremy Renner. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I saw that. I one. saw like half I think of I'm, it. I'm I'm thinking of the the one. Uh, Shadow. What was Shadow Recruit? Jack Ryan. Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Okay, yeah, that that's what sucks I'm, balls. That's what I was confusing yeah. with. Jack Russell <laughs> Shadow. Recruit. Yeah, no good. <clears throat> um, no good. I just well, oh <laughs> when we were on trailers, uh-huh. uh, the Jermaine Clement movie People Places Things. Did you yeah, see the trailer for that? I did, I did see the trailer for that. Oh man, it looks so wonderful. <laughs> uh, it really does. Yeah. Though there's a small part of me. Can't that, stop thinking of him as a vampire. Well, or I don't. I almost don't want to see him in such a human role. Yeah. I don't know why because he's so funny to me that for yeah. some, that it's going to be like there's going to be a little hump for me to get over of yeah. him, of like him being human. But it seems yeah, yeah. like because the, the the plot of the movie is very like you know he's separated from his wife and he has these two kids and he's the like fun dad and and but it feels like they've positioned him in a really good kind of role. Like yeah. that's obviously a story that you've seen before, but it looks really like charming and and he probably brings like a really good like comedian's kind of yeah. angle to it. Yeah. I thought I was like I watched that trailer and was like, boy, I want to watch that. I really want to see it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What else? Uh, what else? What else in the news, guys? Uh, yeah. Oh, you see this it. thing uh, in the news today? <laughs> uh, you trying, <laughs> I don't uh, <laughs> trying to your Oh. Uh, I feel like it was a crap ass news week. Uh yeah, I it was a lot of that kind of stuff like we've been talking about all the little bits. There was no kind of like major major stuff. Okay, Jurassic World made a bunch more money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Inside Out was the second biggest Pixar opener ever, yeah. right behind uh, Jurassic World because that thing's still eating up money. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like some kind of a dinosaur. Ugh, what oh. are you, a money dinosaur? <sighs> Jesus. Um. Uh, oh, uh, I guess uh, now they're saying Ben Mendelsohn might not be... He's not totally confirmed for Rogue One. Oh, really? Yeah. No. So uh, we'll see about that. Yeah. Mm. We'll oh, I did read to this thing that uh, when Disney acquired uh, all the Star Wars stuff, uh, George Lucas had started on a treatment for Episode Seven, And they uh, took a look at it and was like, yeah, no, no thanks. That's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they see, felt it was let's just see if he won't retire. It was re- really similar to uh, like tone and character stuff, like to the prequels. And they're like, they know, they know, like everyone hates this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was all centered around like preteens and teens oh, <laughs> running around with lifesavers. I'm like, nobody wants that. <laughs> Not even Jake Lloyd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, he doesn't want it so much. He is driving as fast as he can away from that idea. Oh, man. Topical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jake Lloyd was arrested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wednesday, yeah. that yeah, that news has probably traveled to Wednesday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was arrested for something other than looking like the leader of the Aryan youth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks. Somebody was like, I was wondering what he's been doing all years, all these years, and then I saw the like shot of him after he crashed that car, and I was like, oh, meth <laughs> is what he's been doing. Yeah, all these yeah, years. he's been hanging out with Brian Bonson. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! If any of our listeners, if any of our listeners appreciate a sweet Brian Bonson uh, yeah, uh, uh, reference, there you uh, go. There you go. There you yeah. go for else. Uh, what What have you guys been watching? Ooh, I haven't been watching that stuff. much. No. Yeah, me either. I've just been watching. One. I've been watching a hell of a lot of one thing, okay. and that is the show Raising Hope. 
Yeah. Oh, right. Still on that. that Yeah, it's great. I got to get on that. Garrett (laughs) Dillon is the funniest human being. (laughs) He's so great. (laughs) He is so weird. Yeah. And the fact that he's just like, it's like this little show that they were just like, this show is just going to be over here. Not everybody's going to watch it. It'll just be sitting over here being its own weird little thing. And it has just allowed him to just be the strangest uh, uh, character, and it's yeah. so wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I got to get on that. Yeah. yeah, He's been excellent forever. Uh, uh, a lot of people, I think, probably clued into him a little bit on Deadwood. Yeah. He is outstanding. He plays I guess he was, two different roles in Deadwood. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I guess he was on Justified. He had mm-hmm. a uh, yep. short arc on Justified, I guess, yep. and was okay. pretty great. So was he funny on those shows? No. Okay, so this was like his... No, I no, I had no idea he was this fucking hilarious. Cool. Yeah. I love that. like a new thing like oh also i'm the funniest yeah He's an excellent fucking character actor um and uh uh it led me like looking up I, i'm like i gotta see what else this fucking guy's doing yeah so looking up his imdb it led me to a uh, strange fact uh do you remember it wasn't last week maybe the week before i watched a documentary called tall hot blonde yeah yeah um well they made a movie out of that hmm. out of that dog based on the documentary and that movie was directed by none other than courtney cox whoa <laughs> what yeah uh, and it starred Garrett Dillahunt as uh, as a creepy Tom uh, creepy face. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. And it had some other people in it. It was a real interesting cast. So I was like, I, I, I want to see it. And then yeah. there was like a little article attached to the IMDb that was uh, Courtney Cox explaining how David Fincher really shaped her as a director. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> I gotta see this. Uh, I gotta down. see this now. Yeah, yeah. Is it called the same thing? Is it? It's yeah. It's okay. called Tall Hoplon. I wonder. Same yeah. Spelling and everything. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I watched one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already told you guys about it, but I'll tell the listeners. Um, this movie, I the Jury, from 1982, starring right. Armand Desante. Yeah. Uh, is a movie written by Larry Cohen, uh, who's written a bunch of phenomenal genre pictures. Yes. Uh, it's alive amongst them, um, and this is a remake of or readaptation of a Mike Hammer novel oh, written Nikki by N- yeah Nicky yeah. Spillane, whose novels are like notable for being so kind of uh, like the the lead character Mike Hammer's deranged and sort of like a kind of hyper violent take on noir. Yeah. And apparently yeah. has never really translated well because they made a few movies. They made an they made Eye of the TV Jury show. Yeah. yeah, wasn't that the David Rashi thing was based on? Uh was based on the Mike Hammer. Episodes. I don't know which thing. Sorry, Hammer. The, the show yeah, Hammer. Hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. With yeah. Um, who played him? It was uh, David Rushy. No, it was it wasn't no. Stacy Keach? Yeah, Stacy Keach. Stacy Keach. Well, then what am I thinking of? I don't know. I don't know. Come on, guys. What am I <laughs> <laughs> <Same> Listeners, uh, <laughs> my feet. Yeah, <laughs> space. Oh, <laughs> did you hear me say? Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this movie is like a uh, sort of neo-noir for the 80s. Uh, it, it fits alongside things like 8 Million Ways to Die. Uh, you're thinking of Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. Yes. That is what I'm thinking of. Yes. And you're good to think of it because it's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it really is. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I got this on VHS uh, this weekend. And it has an awesome cover, and I was like, I'm going to watch this. I have no idea what it is, except that Larry Cohen wrote it, and I mm-hmm. love Larry Cohen's movies. And apparently he was set to direct it, but he went over budget, so they put somebody else on the case. Uh, Who plays Mike <laughs> Hammer in it? Uh, Armand Desantis. Right, right. Yeah. And so, uh, holy fucking... 
balls this movie is so sleazy fun entertaining <laughs> like Amazing. if you like that kind of the long goodbye meandering sort I of fucking love the long walk goodbye. around yeah, yeah, yeah. plot where it, like the plot is there it doesn't really matter how it's resolved it's not like a perfect mystery kind of thing but just watching him do this like job and all the crazy places it takes him has a lot of like holy shit moments uh, and some really good car chases and actions and it's just one Sweet. of those one of those movies that you could not make today because it is so like randomly super violent and yeah. like it has that like detective sort of uh, misogyny kind of like uh, he's like a womanizer well, I, it, well, it does say yeah, broads on, on the, the tagline yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a couple of different taglines for, for this, this movie and e- each one better than the next yeah <laughs> I've had the most I don't even want to watch the movie now because I've had so much fun with the taglines yeah <laughs> it was like Mike Hammer nobody does it like Mike Hammer because my, everyone's trying to do it to no, him. no nobody does it like Mike Hammer and he does and, it to everyone he yeah. does it to, to everyone yeah <laughs> So I'm like, so this is a movie yeah. about a detective <laughs> who goes around fucking everybody <laughs> like no one before. Yeah, it, it definitely like sits right up there with like 8 Million Ways to Die, Fear yeah. City, uh, Vice Squad, all those like sleazy 80s movies, detective yeah, movies. And, and, it, and it's oddly overlooked, I think, because the plot is kind of uneven at times. But like Armand Asante is just fucking so watchable in this movie. He's yeah, perfect in it. Um, and great, great supporting cast. Yeah, just a joy to watch. So fun. Sweet. Yeah, right definitely on. check out I yeah, the I Jury, that. 1982. And that was pretty much it. I watched uh, this mm. week. Oh. I saw some things. I uh, well, I was uh, talk a couple weeks ago. I mentioned I saw Interstellar. For yeah, the yeah. First time was yeah. really underwhelmed by it. Yeah. Kind of bummed out by it, and I was bitching about it. While I was at work, and I was like, "Fucking contacts, better." I'll just watch Contact. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to make sure that was correct, so I watched Contact again. Okay. Uh, so follow up corner. Yeah, yeah. Which I know a lot of people were really bummed out about Contact. They didn't really have a good, made decent money, but yeah, critics were somewhat split. But uh, I really liked it uh, in '97 or whatever. Yeah. I've seen it a couple of times. I was like, "This movie's fine." What's the matter? I know they like you know the ending. Sorry, yeah. you didn't get to see crazy aliens at the yeah, end. Yeah, in my it was... mind, it was like I remember a lot of people being so into it and then kind of being like, "But the ending." Yeah, well, see, was... I was shocked to find out that her father was an alien. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I just rewatched it, and uh, yeah, I really dig that movie, man. It is fucking long as hell. Yeah, uh, was but, it like two and a half or yeah, it's two and a half hours? But it's not. It's not like the scenes are boring or something like that. Yeah, so I did. I did totally dig it, and I like that it is, it's a good conversation piece because it, it is sort of science versus religion, and yeah. it kind of looks at how the world would react to this sort of thing. And I, and I liked the ideas presented by it, and it ended, and I'm like, yeah, that's better than Interstellar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no question. Um, <laughs> and I feel like the movies are somewhat similar in a way, not just because of the McConaughey, yeah, <laughs> uh, being in there. Um, but then also, I couldn't sleep the other night, so I decided I better find out how many other movies are better than Interstellar. <laughs> and so I, I decided to. So you watched you every watch? other movie. So I decided to watch Sphere and see if that's better okay. than Interstellar. <laughs> and I don't know if it was better than Interstellar. No, uh, I loved it when it came out. I, I, never, I never saw Sphere. I haven't finished Sphere because okay. I have tried three times now. And it puts me to sleep every single yeah, time. Yeah, it's boring. It's, it's, really, it's really, 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 really boring. Dull at times. Yeah. yeah. And but uh, I loved. I read the book like three times. So then I went and saw the movie, and I was oh, like, really? it, it's not like the book, but I love it anyway, just because uh-huh. it's the book also at times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Not not a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> but I I'll probably so it. finish it. Or if I'll, I next time I can't sleep, I'll just put it on again and watch yeah. it a little bit more, and then lights out. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't uh, there a jellyfish attack or something at some point? Uh, I don't even know if I got that far. I think okay. I'm half of it. Oh, okay. So it is not a space movie. It's so underwater. Underwater. Well, but it's it got involves, space themes yeah. to it, and it's about a group of scientists discovering something that is, you know. They, otherworldly they intend to go to space are. but somehow end up underwater right well they yeah. find a spaceship underwater yeah oh, okay they go down with that. a big sphere but inside is it oh yeah uh spaceship underwater. i don't know i, I don't know greg i haven't seen it yeah fair enough the book was yeah i really liked the book when i was uh, in high school yeah, I, I bet it's probably because they're trying it's like they just can't commit to what type of movie it is yeah and there's and a like yeah i can feel it just wanting to be the abyss and having a little <laughs> bit of that james cameron ragtag crew thing going yeah. on but it won't. It doesn't want to push its foot into that water too much. Uh, and it's a, it's a lot like a boat. End up like a Leviathan. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I fucking love hey, Leviathan. You know, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. The, I would Leviathan. wager that Leviathan is a better movie than the Spear. I'll say Leviathan's better than Interstellar. <laughs> yeah, um, put <laughs> yeah. my foot down. You know what? I would say that myself. I love Leviathan. <laughs> yeah, Leviathan um, is great. Yeah. yeah, the book Sphere is a lot about like communicating with something through a computer, and then how like they start dreaming things up. And so it's like a lot of stuff you instantly can be like, well. We can't have a lot of them sitting and typing on a computer. Like yeah. you can only show that in certain ways. And then the right. same thing with like dreams and stuff and right. manipulations. Like how? Yeah, it's a it's a tough one. Yeah, but everybody yeah, they, was. They put all the chapters in the movie too. Yeah, like you know the surface. Yeah, the water <laughs> analysis. I'm like that's not a don't throw analysis on the screen in the middle of a movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Expect yeah. me to go. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think something's about to get analyzed. <laughs> throw the word space on the screen, and I might go ooh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I've always wanted to go back to it because I think I had it on a DVD like four pack that had like sure it had Fugitive and like U.S. Marshals and then Sphere for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on. Uh, it's on a couple of the Netflix regions. I think yeah. it was on Denmark. That's where I found it. Sweet. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What else? Huh? I watched a movie from 1982. Oh yeah. No. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I was going to uh, watch. I was like, you know what? I hear it sucks, but I feel like I have to watch this Poltergeist remake. And then I was like, no, I don't. I'll just watch Poltergeist. <laughs> Very nice. So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, my had never seen Poltergeist, which that's that's always the greatest thing. Like, like I'm yeah. just like, like I could watch Poltergeist by myself, kind of thing. But I'm like, oh, I've already seen it, and then I've got all these other movies I got to watch, kind of thing. But if I'm watching it like with somebody who hasn't seen it, yeah. they go, well, I have to watch this movie with this person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's just a good excuse to to watch movies again. And uh, yeah, new slash Poltergeist still fucking great, really great. <laughs> still, it's, it was not too long ago that I watched it again too. Yeah, yeah. It just. Performances, fantastic! Yeah. It's wonderfully directed. It, it's got like it's got moments of like uh, of weirdly melodramatic acting, like really sweet and fun acting. Yeah. Like when she discovers the the moving shit in the um in the kitchen, in the kitchen, yeah, and yeah, she yeah. is delighted by yeah, it. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's fucking fantastic. Joe Beth Williams is the best. She's phenomenal. But yeah. then she's got a couple of moments where she's like, "My babies," whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I buy it. It's All good. Right. Well, well. Yeah, scale it back, but everything else <laughs> is so fucking great. Yeah, Zelda Rubenstein is is pitch perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, are you gonna follow through with the sequels now? 
yeah. <laughs> on I a roll? Yeah, why not? I am. I'm uh, telling you, Poltergeist 3 is a bad, bad movie, but well, there are some reason. awesome uh, stuff in that movie. That's yeah. another reason why I wanted to uh, uh, to go back on it, because you had mentioned, I, I don't even think I've seen Poltergeist 3 in its entirety. Yeah. It's um, just, like, it is a weird movie to watch, but the stuff that is awesome about it is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah. So, I think I will go. Uh, go I've never all seen those. two. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen it since. Uh, but uh, I think I saw it in college. Again. Yeah. I know the two is two's the one that people were, would always talk about the braces or something. Yeah. Braces ripping out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I remember being silly. But, <laughs> yeah. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Hmm. What else? What else? You, anything else, Greg? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, speaking of 1982. Yeah, that's the year before 1983. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, that yeah. is a weird coincidence. That's right. Uh, and in 1983 is when uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller came out, and uh, the end of the world blew up, and you know he did all the wicked dancing for yeah. uh, Billy Jean. And then I just found oh. out I saw this oh, fucking yeah. video. That video of Bob Fosse. Yeah, Bob Fosse dancing in 1974. Uh, where he's doing the like that's where all the fucking moves came yeah. from. He does the fucking the shoulder shimmy, like, the little poses, the little head, shit. the head shit, the fucking. It's he does crazy. the moonwalk, and it's not just the dancing; it's the shoes, it's the cut of the pants, it's, it's the, the hat. hat, it's everything, and it's not it's not just those moves no. done by someone else. No, it's, it's the style. It's, yeah, it's everything that Michael Jackson's body does. Yeah, done, and you know what? It seems a little more natural when Bob Fosse does. Well, it. I don't know. MJ was amazing at it. You know, he, it's a reason. There's a reason why it was so beloved. But Look, I'm uh, sorry, I don't mean to disparage your no, buddy. No, no, no. But listen, Fosse, <laughs> fucking holy shit, man. Uh, and I, it's no, there's nothing wrong with uh, you know picking up moves from something. And I'm, it's, it's cool that Michael Jackson was watching fucking Bob Fosse musical yeah. movies, yeah. and lifting shit from that because nobody knew. And, and even till now, like I've never heard this shit before. Uh, Ever and it shocks me. No, considering I, that it's a movie, it's not like a you know some rare stage thing. It's a fucking yeah. film called yeah. The Little Prince. Yeah, and Fosse plays a character called the Snake. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and it's fascinating. It's fascinating to watch. I just saw the little clip. Yeah, uh, there's a whole there's a whole three and a half minute thing that's actually set to Billie Jean. Uh, oh, right. that you can watch it's pretty cool I'll post it on our uh, Facebook page because it's just I'm not trying to like discredit Michael Jackson no, or anything yeah. like that this is just a fascinating little fucking thing like look at all this shit like this is where he got his inspiration and I, I don't know I just dug it even more because I'm such a I, in the last few years I've become such a giant giant fan of all that jazz yeah um, so yeah it just like knocked me out he does this one fucking move in the uh, that's not a, a Michael Jackson thing it was just fucking awesome he's got a smoke hanging out of his mouth the whole time or like a little cigarello and he t- does this run, turn, s- turn backwards, slide on his belly while he puts the hat on while he's sliding, and the smoke stays. Yeah, <laughs> it's dynamite. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, super, super cool. I, that just kind of knocked me out this week. I just thought it was uh, just such a nutty thing. Yeah, but, I know very little of Bob Fosse other than the movies that he directed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the famous choreographer and stuff like that. I, yeah. Yeah, I know no, you I knew, haven't I, seen I all that he jazz. Was a, a choreographer from, uh, I think, from the Birdcage. I think. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a very um, all of my knowledge up until a couple of years ago was just fussy, fussy, fussy. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, uh, yeah, that's all the best I have on that for like real history. On I'm, I'm really just sort of learning. It's because yeah, about three years ago or something like that, I saw all that jazz for my first time. And I've seen it a few times since then because it's just, it's really become one of my favorite movies. Like, it yeah. blew my mind. I know yeah. you haven't seen it yet. I have. Or, Dan, have you seen it either? No, I actually have not seen yeah, it. Yeah, check that yeah. thing out. It I gotta is. Watch uh, it. And I get why some people can't stand it, but they're wrong. 
<laughs> Look, I understand your concern. It's a ballsy movie, but boy, is it fucking amazing. It's so fucking amazing. Roy Scheider is just unbelievable in it. Unfucking believable. Yeah. 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 That was 1974? Yeah, the, 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 no, no, the all that jazz. Prince, uh, no, the that Prince, is, though. The Little, little Prince, Prince is from 19, 1974, and that's got all the Michael yeah. Jackson moves. We'll put it up on the uh, yeah. on the Facebook page, and we'll, or we'll tweet it at you. Okay. Like that. But it's super cool. Let us know what you it think. It is awesome. It's really f- a f- cool thing to see. Like, yeah. That's where the, uh, this, all this shit started. From. Yeah. And that was a few years before 1982, uh-huh. and that yeah. was a few years before 1988, yes. right. which is when the movie that I screened at, that we screened at Video Vengeance, right. uh, Mac and Me was. Right. Yes. was how did that uh, go? It's crazy how all these things are tied. I know. I, know. I just wanted to say, because it had been a long time since I watched Mac and Me together. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't yeah. seen it since 1988. Yeah, yeah me and, uh, uh, Both Casey bummed. and I had to bail on Dan Gorman yeah. and he did a solo <laughs> Video Vengeance. It was not the same. Yeah. Uh, I felt like the energy in the room, I felt like the energy in the room was off but i think it was just because i'm used to us being there being like yeah. having that like energy yeah. to yeah, throw yeah, at the screen sure. um people seemed to like it that that were there it was father's day so it's not the biggest turnout but a lot of yeah. people came and i was super happy about it and uh that movie is wonderful and insane yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so much uh product placement uh, yeah. like i i wish i had brought because i we got uh mcdonald's happy meal boxes to put our, our prizes in <laughs> Thanks to Emma, she went over to McDonald's and did that. I was like, "Oh man, that's pretty um, awesome! So awesome!" Um, but I wish I had re- like watched it in advance to remember that like there's Skittles in it. There's uh, <laughs> there's Coca Cola plays a, like a major part, and like all of these <laughs> things. And I wish I had like yeah, I bought some bags of Skittles for prizes or some cans of Coke because it's, yeah. it's just like okay, the aliens are like love Coke and if the aliens die you can put Coke in their mouths and they'll wake up and they love Skittles and like <laughs> the family's moving so we get all these shots of like United Mover boxes and like <laughs> then they go to McDonald's there's a big dancing scene at McDonald's like, and you gave all the prizes away in yeah, McDonald's Happy Meal yeah, boxes which yeah. is because you're the best <laughs> <laughs> and one of the prizes was a Happy Meal <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> like a full on with a toy a cheeseburger. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> a cold happy meal. <laughs> yeah. So that movie's wonderful. It's just ridiculous. Right and on. it's so bad. Yeah. Although I read a review online on Letterboxd where somebody was like, um, it's funny how this movie manages to capture the Spielberg spirit through its direction even more than Jurassic World. <laughs> Somebody had yeah put that. I was like, that's funny. Um, but yeah, it's it's a Mac and Me is a big budget looking movie. Like it doesn't look like a real you know roller gator well, piece they, of shit. But it yeah. it looks you know they put Ugh. they pumped some money into this thing. Um, yeah, it looks. It doesn't look like a nuki. It looks a little bit like right. they, they put some money nuki. in here. Oh man, I used to have that on VHS. The tape died. So bummed. If I if I understand correctly, that's what Limp Biscuit did it all for. <laughs> the, the nuki. nuki. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, Matt Colley. So yeah, recut <laughs> that video, but yeah. put nuki in it. Yeah, <laughs> I did it all for the nuki. <laughs> alien noise with the picture of the alien. <laughs> yeah, or Matt just do a poster of nuki. But with like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Limp Biscuit on there. Amazing. Um, yeah, I put a trailer for Nuki before Mac and Me. Mm-hmm. And then Very also good. a trailer for uh, the movie that Henry Thomas was in, the Australian movie, The Quest, a.k.a. Frog Dreaming. And, oh, and in the trailers, like, right. trailers like, Henry Thomas from E.T. is in this yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And that those were the only two things that I saw, yeah. Oh, hmm. uh, I rewatch in my... Uh, Quest to show uh, Myos all of um, 
Quentin Tarantino's movies. Uh-huh. I showed her uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs. Uh-huh. Okay. And yeah. You guys are like, yes. this sucks now. That's also still good. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't see many other movies, but I did go to a concert. Oh, did you go to... Um, Bette Midler? <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to uh, Ministry. Okay. Oh. At uh, the Phoenix. Yes. Um... And Mal Havoc opened, which I was Mal like, Havoc "Wow, opened? holy shit! <laughs> what, who is that? They're yeah. uh, can, they're Canadian. Okay, yeah. uh, they're sort of uh, it's, they're industrial, okay. 90s. like late eighties, late eighties, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, um, so that was just the total like I haven't thought of Mal Havoc in a long time. Yeah, is that oh, like a band crazy. that did they like n- like disband and reunite, or have they been plugging? You along know, I, all this? I don't have I, any no idea. idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were they good? Uh, yeah, they were. It was just fine. I was never a big Mal Havoc fan. Okay. Um, you know, they were, uh, but uh, definitely worth their credibility, yeah. like them and okay. Skinny Puppy kind of, you know. Yeah. Because uh, I know I know Skinny Puppy, but for I don't sure, know that For name, sure. Yeah. Mal Havoc was just a little more, like, they had these, like, really intense synth blasts going on in there with the, and it was very, I don't know how to describe it, really. I'll, I'll get off track anyway. So, okay. So, I went to see Ministry, and I was really kind of concerned about what it would be like. I mean, I saw Ministry, you know, in 95. Okay. And it was terrifying. It was the scariest <laughs> mosh pit I've ever been in in my entire life. And, uh... Yeah, and this is said as, but from somebody who isn't scared of mosh pits. No, no, Wait, The listener should know that yeah, you yeah. are not... Particularly then. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I was... If I got a little banged up, it was definitely... That was a great show. Yeah. Look at these bruises. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, I wasn't sure what it was going to be like. Fucking Uncle Al is pretty old now. Yeah, what does uh, he look like? Some kind of a wizard now? Or? Well, I wasn't sure what was going to go down, and then it just, you know, the place is packed, too, which is pretty sweet. I wasn't sure what that was going to be like, but it was sold the fuck out. And uh, I was wondering what the crowd was going to look like, too. So, like, picture a crowd at a ministry show in 1990, you know, three or something like that. Like the industrial music fan in 1993, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah. I was like, wicked. <laughs> Everyone looked exactly the same. Uh, even the young people were just like, "Yep, that's." <laughs> even what? the young people looked very old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, the yeah, it was rammed, and I uh, I know the uh, uh, the the metal promoter for the Phoenix, so I got these. Uh, uh, like VIP seating things. Oh, There's this little sweet. side thing above the bar on the side in the Phoenix. So I was like really close to the stage, but up and away from everybody. Which at first I was That's like, where I you want to be? I don't want to. Do I want to? Yeah. I was with my buddy Diggs, and we were like, do we want to get down in the crowd and like do the thing? And we we're kind of like, yeah. I feel like we're supposed to. And we're yeah. like, well, let's check out the upper thing and see what it's like. And then we went there and we're like, no, this is it. We're like king of the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm all, whenever I'm at shows, I look up at those things. Like, yeah. Which shows up there? Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, listen, it is awesome up there. And uh, so the show starts, and Al comes out with a gas mask on, and the fucking dreadlocks are hanging all over the place. There's this fucking sweet skull weird. Spinal uh, Mike Standy's Stand gone, thing, yeah. and he's had that thing for a while. I yeah, feel it's, like. a, it's different than the Goathead one from way back when, but it's, oh. it was still cool, you know. Yeah, and so I was just like, I don't know, is he gonna like just kind of phone it in? Is he just gonna like shuffle around the stage and be an old industrial guy? And like, this is sort of the end. And uh, no, no, sir, no. <laughs> this was one of the heaviest and by far one of the loudest shows I have ever been to, and it was fucking. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. It was so good. And ballsy, too, where the first 70% of the show was all material from the last 10 years. Yeah. Really? All new stuff. 
and it sounded fucking fantastic. Nice. nice. And it's so aggressive. The band he has together is so fucking good. And then then he, then the whole like, it was perfectly done because he wrapped us in with all the new stuff and just killed it in the performance of it. He's still Ministry's still that monster thing. Like when when no one really knew who they were and they came out on Lollapalooza '92. Everyone went there like Chili Peppers, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, and everyone came out ministry because <laughs> <You know? laughs> it just got this overwhelming presence and mm-hmm. this darkness and but engagement and and so all this new material just sounded fucking fascinating and then he was like all right and then here you go here's what you came for and, yeah and played nwo and thieves and so what and just one fix and yeah. it was just jesus bill mahara no 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 yeah because you how do you do that, that without giving exactly and it was just terrific. It just knocked me the fuck out, and it was better than when I saw them in 95. Nice. That's was, crazy. That's a, that is amazing. That's it a was, rare. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't believe it. it is just it like, just Al or, or like... Or, yeah, or no, no, no. Like Paul Baker's been gone for yeah. about seven years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I just didn't know maybe he came back. <clears throat> no, no. But this band he's put together is fucking great. Yeah. Just great. These two outstanding guitar players and a killer bass player who loved being on stage. Like these oh, guys that's just amazing. fucking get... And it was weird. There was like a human moment at the end. The, the encore was like kind of... Uh, like a half of a song <clears throat> and then the band just rocked out for a while like kind of a thundering thing and Al got off the stage and went down into like in between the stage and the front of the pit area yeah. and just went and like took his fucking time shaking hands and touching people and oh, like high fiving like I was watching him go like and it took a while like five minutes of him just doing this across while well, the band just like killed it right. just cooking for a while I'm like this is weirdly human yeah. for That's, a ministry but show but this, have, is the, the, this is the farewell tour you know this is it so he, 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 oh, he yeah? must have a uh, um, a pretty fond memories of of Toronto because I mean Canada's always had a really strong industrial absolutely uh, uh, scene mm-hmm. so I mean they must have always been revered even when people didn't really care that much about industrial they must have always been revered when they came here yeah yeah like he must have fond memories oh yeah and this crowd went nuts yeah. it wasn't a Toronto you know arms folded head nod crowd yeah it was like these people well Toronto crazy. Toronto audiences can be good yeah. depending on the, the genre and yeah. the size of the like you know they'll 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 fucking put out for a big name yeah yeah you know, we're whores that way <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just so good man oh, oh one of the best shows i've seen in a while i don't know i just thought fate the more too so i just yeah. a good concert run. yeah that's been totally yeah, yeah. You've, you've just seen some really solid old people rocking. Yeah. <laughs> i can go see spoon next week oh, oh man sweet. this oh, week no way. going on to tuesday i still have not spent any time with their newest album you know what? The production that. is another uh, Dave Friedman uh, uh, Loudy Drums uh, record, and I really like it, but there is an element of me that's just like, fucking, man, you and that fucking overdriven drum sound, dude. Yeah. Which is weird, because he's produced a lot of... Mer- he did the production for, like, Mercury Rev and shit, right? Or yeah. Was he in yeah. Mercury Rev? I don't know. But anyway, he's done, like, lush, not annoying production. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, like, I'm one of the only people who thinks uh, the Sleater Kinney album he did is, like, should not have been produced that way. So, yeah. I don't know. I like but it, but the new Spoon album, the songs are great. I mean, yeah. they're a fucking consistent it's band. It's Spoon. They just... Yeah. yeah. They totally. Make, they make great songs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sounds Can't ruin great. those with fucking distorted drums, you Ooh. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Real nice time. Oh, Done man. Is that about it for for the tidbits? Are we at an hour? We're about there. All right. All right. Let's get the fuck out of Let's these tidbits. Let's get into film roulette then. Uh, we'll talk about some movies. Let's get out of these tidbits and into a nice warm film roulette. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs>
Film related is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and two high rollers get to go see something good or this week whatever they wanted and the loser has to go see something bad that we have picked. This week it was Casey with the pacifier uh, and then the losers have to, sorry the winners have to listen to an album at the choosing of the loser which was me last week and I gave Greg and Casey Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen's I am the cute one uh, and then we'll roll for movies next week and another album and more. Um, that's how we play film roulette. It was winner's choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg and I were the winners. That's right. Uh, what, what, how do you want to get into this? Tell each other the movies we saw and what we thought about them. Oh, okay. And then we'll throw oh, it to Casey. So we'll, yeah. <laughs> and then he'll tell us the movie he saw? Yeah, that's, I think, how we'll get into oh, it. Oh, my Listen, God. This, this plan uh, is just crazy enough. Not to too work. bad. Not too bad. Uh, did we end up watching the same movie? Cause I, I don't know. Okay. Well, I told you the movie oh, that I watched. Oh, right. No, I didn't okay. see that. Well, I wasn't what, sure if that was just you were watching it for nope. just the episode or that was your film roulette. Okay. No. Well, I'll, I'll reveal it now. Yeah, um, go for it. I saw Welcome to Me, mm-hmm. the yeah. uh, Kristen Wiig film. Uh, let me see. Get it up here on IMDb. I should have had that earlier. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Kristen Wiig. Uh, sorry. Welcome to me, directed by Shira Piven. Uh, this came out in 2014, starring Kristen Wiig, James Martin, James Marsden, uh, Linda Cardellini, uh, Coolops in there. Is Coolops oh, in yeah, there? Oh yeah, just a little. Oh. Um, uh, and the synopsis is when Alice uh, Klieg wins a Mega Millions lottery, she immediately quits her psychiatric meds and buys her own talk show. Um, this is a movie about uh, her character who has borderline personality disorder. She's mm-hmm. seeing Tim Robbins uh, is her uh, her therapist, um, and her basically therapist. she's obsessed with Oprah. She has all these Oprah tapes, and she's memorized every word, which is like funny but also kind of creepy the way she plays it off. Um, and I really, really like yeah, this movie. I think that's the thing that I'm most curious because, like the the story and everything, I love. I mm-hmm. like, I'm so in for this movie. And it, um, it's weird because I watched the trailer after seeing it and was like, "Well, that is oh, not the right way to sell this movie," because <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is it is like really pushing super funny and awkward way comedy up against like really awkward not funny like melodrama not even melodrama but just like character because the whole movie is about her it's like really really focused on her and she has borderline personality disorder and it's very like you know she's saying things that she shouldn't be just like letting everything that she thinks out and and it's just it's there's moments where you're like oh my god and then there's moments where it's very funny so it never really i I think they did a really good balance of not making it like haha it's funny because of her her disorder it's more like the the situations are funny and then there are times where it becomes really real right and it and it's uh yeah like she has her old show um she 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 basically like signs a check at this like public access place to make her own show, and it kind of leads to like odd, weird, like almost Tim and Eric like bizarre kind of uh, like like public access kind of like weirdness, right? Because mm-hmm. like she bakes like a meatloaf cake and then just eats it on air, and they're like, oh, we're just gonna watch her do this I guess <laughs> and she's like I want to come out like rolling out on a big swan for no reason and and the whole her whole public access show is just about her it's just like she's just talking to the camera the whole time and all the weird things and she she ends up like staging moments from her past life and it's like 
Um, and this is what I think is so good about it because the movie focuses it so much about her and like how she feels about her life and the side characters aren't like major major parts it's more like color of like the the world or or how like her life is it's i like that they didn't have any like huge characters where like they suck a lot of time out of the movie it's Mm -hmm. so on her and her performance which is phenomenal but yeah like she does this thing where she has these actors come in and play herself while she watches them and they play out like moments of her life and it's it's like she has them play out a thing where one time she thought somebody had touched her makeup bag and then but but she plays it out like it's like the worst thing in the world and has the actress be like oh, been touching my man and like and it's so good because it's like it it's such a good like look into that kind of a person who's like this moment is something I'm stuck on forever yeah, yeah right. you know what i mean in 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 and it doesn't do it in a way where you're like oh they're just making fun of people like this it's like wow this is a really interesting way to make a, this kind of a character have it be visualized and see kind of like how her mind is working right now right it's i i, I was kind of blindsided by it like and i it got kind of uh some some uh positive and negative stuff because it is kind of like if you're not down for the kind of movie it is it'll be like uh no but i thought it was really really funny and really really kind of like her performance was phenomenal like this and skeleton twins holy shit yeah yeah okay definitely check it out i need to see that yeah 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 Yeah, she's amazing in it sorry i railroaded you Uh, (laughs) what were you gonna say i don't know was i gonna say yeah you're gonna say something i was like no 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 (laughs) (laughs) shut up shut up (laughs) look your family's been very contentious towards uh, my opinions on you were saying yeah (laughs) i'm just gonna you were saying that you that you liked the conceit of the film was Uh, where you were leading to i that might that might have just been it i do i wasn't lying i do like yeah (laughs) but yeah no i was just i was wondering what it was going to be like tonally yeah whether it was going to be played up for for kind of more bizarro laughs or uh or just like a straight up look at mental illness. Yeah, and it's kind of both. Yeah, and and it was weird to see like the what is it Gary Sanchez logo because it's Will Ferrell and right. Adam McKay produced it, and the director's um, is it Adam McKay's wife? Oh, is that uh, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I was kind of like, what kind of wacky McKay world is this going to live in? And yeah. it is weird that it 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 kind of has that tone, but but it is sort of like startlingly like frank and emotional at times right like there are moments that are just like whoa all of a sudden holy shit that was real and that's what i liked about it good hopefully they're hopefully gary sanchez uh, is sort of trying to define a a a new sort of genre that's not just the will ferrell movie well they did the uh lifetime movie which i'm really interested Uh, in watching yeah that looks very (laughs) hopefully great yeah (laughs) like i feel like great or not it's going to be really interesting yeah (laughs) and and from what i can tell they're playing it like straight like deadly straight but but also making it kind of like let's put every trope in there yeah yeah yeah. i mean like look at look at will ferrell's beard yeah (laughs) and they they just took an existing script right that was like intended for a lifetime yeah like they didn't write one or yeah and Lifetime made the movie. Yeah. So. Oh boy, what a. That's just that's just wonderful. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love like when I when I heard about like the the whole concept of that, I was like, I'm so. Sometimes the world is great. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes I'm so happy that I live in a world <laughs> where that can happen. Yeah. Where somebody like Will Ferrell with that much money, well, Will Ferrell and and, and Kristen Wiig, because yeah. I think they both sort of like had a hand in. in yeah. Yeah. Uh, like where where they are like, I'm gonna spend my money on doing this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something weird. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so my last thing on Welcome to Me, just to, to mention the support 
supporting cast again. Um, Linda Cardellini's really good. Uh, and, and Joan Cusack is in this and, and is phenomenal. Boy, I feel like uh, I haven't seen her in it. No, yeah. Yeah, okay. she plays like the di- the director in the booth and basically all of her scenes are just kind of like in the booth commenting uh, mm-hmm. to people around her or directly down and just like so funny. Yeah. She's great. Right um, yeah, and, and Tim Robbins is really good. Alan Tudyk is there like briefly kind of mm-hmm. as like a, a family member. Yeah. There's some good stuff with the family. And then, yeah, like there is kind of some obvious but not so obvious it's heavy-handed like commentary on like media and and specifically almost like the world of infomercials because right. that's how she gets her show is she just like stumbles onto an infomercial set and just walks on the stage and starts talking and they're like oh this is an interesting person let's see what she's all about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah so there is some kind of like uh you know the, 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 they get some stuff in with that but it's not like media am i right, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah no, I definitely recommend it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to check that out for sure. Yeah. What uh, What did you uh, watch with your winnings? I saw Inside Out. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my I've, God. I've, uh, I was going to go. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, like, everybody, like, all of our sort of, like, film nerd friends on uh, on Facebook are like, it's the best thing ever. Except for Matt Price. Yeah. Uh, did he not like it? Yeah. Shade I, Thrown. I saw, I saw a post today that he did not yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, but he said uh, opinions why forthcoming on yeah, yeah, on, on Mammo Podcast. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Actually, I did see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inside Out, directed by Pete Doctor and Ronald Ronaldo Del Carmen. Uh, this is a Pixar production from mm-hmm. the creators of Up. Um, and in a IMDb describes the plot as after young Riley is uprooted from her Midwest life and moved to San Francisco, her emotions, joy, fear, anger, disgust, and sadness conflict on how best to navigate a new city house and school. Voiced by uh, Amy Poehler, Bill Hader, Lewis Black. Uh, Mindy Richard Kaling, Hind. yeah, mm-hmm. Phyllis Smith, mm-hmm. yeah, Paula Pell, Frank Oz, Paula Pell, Aww. in some uh, like other, yeah, yeah. All right, I was really excited to see this, mm-hmm. and I just haven't made it out yet. Yeah, I, I was kind of uh, when I first saw it, I was like, "That's a really intense concept for like a kids' yeah. movie," and you know, not every you know Pixar streak kind of got a little shaky. There was some. Yeah, less they, than awesome movies. They've made a lot of Cars movies. Yeah, I don't understand the appeal of that at all. No, and I just no and I don't understand how uh, the world of it works. They're all Cars. Why do they have? How, why do they? How do they make all this stuff? <laughs> or did all the people die? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so confused. There was a huge plague. The stand yeah. happened, right? <laughs> and then all the cars just uh, became anthropomorphic. Okay. Um, and they so fall in love now. I was yeah. I was. I wanted to see it, but I wasn't. You know rushing out there to see it and I had like four things in theaters I was thinking about going to and yeah. this one honestly just fell into the Tiny, best time frame wise, for yeah. me you know um, so yeah Athena and I went uh, a couple of days ago and uh, yeah I fucking love yeah. this movie yeah. okay like so I, yeah. so much and it is a emotional roller coaster <laughs> this is what I've heard oh my god you know how the first 10 minutes of up are like the most yeah uh, gut-wrenchingly sad <laughs> it, yeah and it's like, one of those movies that everybody's allowed to cry at. yeah, uh, yeah. but like the first 10 minutes of up is like really emotionally intense yeah and this movie like does that about every 15 minutes oh my god <laughs> it's just got this these really strong landmarks of emotion and I, uh, I just I, it, it's hilarious I laughed my ass off and I was choked up 
multiple times yeah in this i've movie. seen a lot of people like yeah i cried three times during that movie <laughs> yeah like really really intensely emotional watching this movie and was kind of exhausted afterwards but exhilarated too because i i really did love this and i saw it in 2d not in 3d yeah uh because it's a very colorful movie and it's a really well detailed movie and i don't think this movie would be benefited by 3d okay i feel like it would dull everything down because you know 3d is a little dark mm-hmm. uh, uh so i wouldn't i i definitely would say see it in 2d um, or see it with Tootie from Back to Life. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. She's free. Yeah. Um, hey, Kim Fields, what are you up to? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, to get into just the little specifics of it, obviously the voice acting is fantastic. Louis Black is a perfect choice for anger. That's mm-hmm. really good. It carries yeah. off well. Amy Poehler holds the movie down perfectly. Um, Richard Kind uh, is just through the moon terrific yeah i don't this. i don't think i've ever not liked richard kind no but this stuff. is like he is the I, best i just think about his character and his performance and i yeah. become immediately happy yeah absolutely <laughs> it's just so great and it's such a it's so imaginative this movie this, this is really vintage perfect pixar where the ideas are so heady and they don't pander to the audience. Mm-hmm. And there are fucking wonderful jokes slid in there for adults. Yeah. That are just like, <laughs> just just definitely for adults. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes uh, quietly and sometimes just like, we know the kids don't understand this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. And there's just a lot of really cool ideas in there. It's just, it's so thoughtful and earnest. And yeah, I, I really, really like this movie. And I'll watch it again and again, I think. Yeah. Um. And it's, I, yeah, I don't, I think, if people aren't, uh, if somebody doesn't like it, I don't know how you don't like it. Sorry, Matt Price, I'll listen to Mamo and you can tell me why. Yeah. I just, it just, yeah, I, I feel like f- I don't, I don't, I want to watch it before I listen to Matt Price. Because I feel yeah, like yeah. Matt Price is one of the, the, the people who, whose, like, intellect can make me not like something. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So. Uh, but, I mean, nothing's going to, I don't think that I could ever be swayed on how I feel about this movie. And, like, part of it was just uh, really um, identifying with it as well, because it's about, you know, a little kid really struggling with the emotions of moving. And I moved a lot when I was a kid, and I moved out of, I moved from the States to Canada when yeah. I was 10, and that was, that sucked, man. You know, Sorry. Yeah, look at your stupid country. <laughs> but, it's, you know, like, that's super uprooted. Like, moving around, like, a couple of cities yeah. or towns, like, it's not too bad, you know, whatever. But when you, like, jump ship, like, really big. Yeah. And this is a big move because her character moves from Minnesota to California. And that's a major... Oh, that's like... <laughs> yeah, I was just yeah, going to yeah. say, uh, anybody? <laughs> Are we going to notice this or what? Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, a lot of the uh, the themes that were there, I really identified with, and it was yeah. just really uh, just a treat to watch. But this is like, as you know, the upper echelon of uh, Toy Story movie or Toy Story uh, Pixar movies, like Toy Story and yeah. uh, Incredibles and Up, and I, I think those are probably the, the really the really top. I'm ones. a big fan of the first Monsters Inc. Uh, oh, yeah, it's too. really really yeah. good, and, and Wally of, uh, is fantastic. Too. What's that? Yeah, Wally. Oh, boy, yeah. is Wally good? Yeah. Uh, but th- so this is in that yeah, quality of right. Pixar. Just like this is an all-time movie. You know, uh, families will probably watch over and over for yeah. Because it again, it's super fucking funny. Yeah, and it looks amazing. The ideas are so good in it. Yeah, uh, just a great time. If you see it on the big screen, because yeah, it's, it's I really beautifully colorful and crazy. I want to make it the next movie I go see. Yeah. yeah, I was really when I saw the trailers and stuff. I was really specifically interested in the idea of like a kids' movie about like. 
this is the kind like it's okay if things in your mind are battling like it's okay if you're feeling like angry about something and sad about something and so like how does it does it tackle that well because i think like that's such a super important thing to teach kids absolutely about handling your emotions yeah and how they handle you yeah you know um it yeah it's really fucking something else man this is a a very uh intellectual kids movie yeah fucking not but it's not so much the kids don't understand or so kitty that parents can't take away something for themselves as Mm -hmm. well you know um yeah just stellar best this and mad max are the two best things i've seen all year man yeah i got this has to be the next thing i go see yeah man yeah so good so good uh yeah, I yeah, I see it. I want to talk to you guys about totally. it. Totally. Yeah, and the, and the reception has just been through the roof, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You break my how, heart, Matt. How, yeah. <laughs> Don't you do it. How was uh, the Pixar short? What was it? Oh, it was really kind of sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it was just about this lonely volcano who sings this song trying to find another volcano to love. Yeah. <laughs> It looks really nice. Yeah, it sounds adorable. (laughs) It was totally adorable. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, yeah, I won't spoil it for you. It's about that. Cool. It's like you know, four minutes long or whatever, and it's it's a delight. I always like seeing (laughs) the whole thing a song. Yeah, it's all it's all kind. It's it's a song, and it goes into like sometimes it's the volcano singing, and sometimes it's the narrator singing. Right. Yeah, that sounds. Charming. Yeah. It yeah. is charming. <laughs> it was a nice time at the theater. Did I you guys you see the short? I think it was in front of uh, Big Hero Six, but I think it went to the internet. But it was about like the like a person, like a relationship, a guy's relationship from the point of view of the dog, and on all the food that he's eating. Uh, no, no. It, it, and it was done in this kind of like obviously animated 3D on computers, but very like looks like paint. Yeah, looks right. kind of like it's been painted. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was really charming and sweet. sweet. Yeah, right. cool. Right on. Cool. Very good. Uh, speaking of charming and sweet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Vin> Casey. <Diesel. laughs> yeah. Casey stayed the, the at home. Charming and sweet Vin Diesel. <laughs> Casey stayed at home and watched Walt Disney's The Pacifier, uh, directed by Adam Shankman, uh, starring Vin Diesel, Brittany Snow, Max Thoreau, and more. IMDb describes this film as disgraced navy seal shane wolf is handed a new assignment protect the five plumber kids from the enemies of their recently deceased father a government scientist whose top secret experiment remains in the kid's house jesus is he a disgrace of a uh... a lot of fyi guys a lot of this is news to me yeah Uh, I'm I'm learning some stuff from the director of Bringing Down the House. Does uh, this movie from the director? Oh, you know what's weird? He had this run of movies, right? Like, Mm -hmm. because if you look here on IMDb, Vin Diesel, The Pacifier, Walt Disney, and then scroll down. uh, Well, not him, but like, and then there was Game Plan, which was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. They have the exact same poster. Uh, It's crazy. Look at like this movie here. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you scroll down. And there's this movie here, and it's like yeah. the the same font, yeah, the same sure. exact poster. Hmm. Uh, and di- I guess Disney, not him, had this run of like, oh, we'll get the wrestlers and this. Yeah, and wasn't the Tooth Fairy very similar? Yeah. Uh, in poster, exactly. Yeah. Um, and and those were all around the same time, like 2007, 2005, just around this kind of like, well, a couple we'll spend a couple years seeing what wrestlers we can get and putting them in like <laughs> in a family picture. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, weird. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. so I did see this movie today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Take us through it. Okay, first of all, I'll give you the biggest uh, revelation. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. ...that I made from watching this movie. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you remember when I had to go see... Um, Age of Adeline, or yeah, uh, yeah, and that, and and I made the important discovery that Blake Lively is Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Yes, I made a similar discovery here in that I figured out that Vin Diesel is Lou Ferrigno. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like he's got the same lumbering uh, kind of thing going on. It's and it made the movie so much more entertaining. Sure. And, I got to say, I didn't hate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's not a good movie. And a lot of what you just described the movie as to be about, I was like, oh. <laughs> because I found myself going like, why is he there again? Yeah. I know he's a Navy SEAL because he said that at the beginning. And mm-hmm. then I know that... Uh, Somebody's after something in the house or Donovan, something? Donovan uh, uh, is dead and now he's got to look after his kids but i don't know who he was or why he has uh-huh. to look and he has to find something like he, he's got to go look after the kids but he's also got to like search the house for this government program called ghost mm-hmm. that's uh uh, uh that stands for something i don't remember what it is though mm-hmm. and I, I was like um hey where's the mom going because she just leaves. Yeah. Uh, she's uh, she's there and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so I miss my husband so much because he's dead and and I'm so scared for my kids. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> she, pro- he goes away. <laughs> she probably left to stand uh, disapprovingly in the background of this poster. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. That's what she says, too. <laughs> she's like, I'm just going to go stand 30 yards away from you. And look kind of like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Um, actually, by the way, that's Brittany Snow. She's one of the kids. Oh, okay. Um, Can't tell. Yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, you know, whatever you think the the movie's going to be about. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. going to be some times where Vin Diesel is disgusted by poop. Uh, and... Uh, you know, there's gonna be the teenage daughter who has a house party and he uh-huh. breaks it up in, in true Navy SEAL style. Um, <laughs> and then there's some weird and off-putting things. And then and then something bonkers happens, but then it becomes disappointing. So, uh, basically, he goes to the kids' school because he has to be protecting them at all times because there's some people who want to break into the house and also yeah. steal the ghost program that he has to look for. Uh-huh. Okay. Um and uh, and so he goes to the kids' school, and he meets the vice principal, and the vice principal is Brad Garrett. Now, if you've ever spent any time watching Brad Garrett do anything, you know he is unpleasant to watch. And in this movie, he is no different. He plays, like, the vice principal, and he's, like, a tough guy. And he's, like, he's also the coach of the wrestling team, and, and he's, like... 
like adversarial towards Vin Diesel, and all Vin Diesel wants to do is look after the kids. But he's like, "Hey, tough guy, bring it on! I'm going to yeah. fight you and stuff." <laughs> and I'm like, "You're Brad Garrett. I, I realize you're a lumbering Frankenstein, but nobody <laughs> believes you." Um, so, uh, so that all happens, and um, and then he meets the principal, and that's Lauren Graham from TV's Gilmore Girls and Bad Santa. I can't remember what else. Um, and so she she's basically just uh, the principal, and she's like, oh, I used to be in the military in some, like in the Marines or something also. And he's like, really? You used to be in the Marines, and I'm in the Navy SEALs? The sexual chemistry. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then that is completely abandoned until the very end when they kiss and I'm like oh yeah they were attracted to each other yeah. um, because she's not like she's basically in the movie at the beginning and then the end and then nothing else Okay. Um, but as usual with these types of movies there's going to be at least one kid who is so adorable yeah and there is one like there's this one little girl and she's uh, she just follows him around going like uh uh, you know the the my sister thinks that you're a weirdo, but I think you're cute. And he's like, "All right, well, that's weird." And she's like, "How come your boobs are so big?" <laughs> and he's like, "I don't have boobs." <laughs> she's like, "Do you wear a bra? Are my boobs gonna get that big someday?" <laughs> this kid is fucking hilarious. And then he like yells at her, and she storms off to her room. And she's like, "I can't believe I was ever attracted to you." <laughs> <laughs> like that is that's genuinely funny. hilarious. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like a lot of the film's charm rests on this one little kid who doesn't have that much. To yeah. Do. Is there um, much humor that lands like that? Because this movie was written by Thomas Lennon and Robert Ben Grant uh, of the state. Really? Although I am absolutely not shocked. Okay. Because it is one of of a many films around this time that they uh, well, famously it, wrote yeah. at, to make a check, and if they you, wrote a book you, about it. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you remember their book, uh, that that is literally all about writing a screenplay that will sell in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, and you can feel that. Like, you can feel that there are a couple little... Like, this movie just moves from set piece to set piece to set piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are those little touches. Like, the most bonkers thing that happens... Like, there's the sullen teenage kid, bo- like, boy, who's, like, bullied by the the jocks and everything. And, and he's, like, you know, unresponsive to everybody. And you like you're like, okay, well, they're going to eventually come to terms with each other or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but... <laughs> His whole part starts to play out, and he's brought into the Vin Diesel's brought into the uh, the principal's office, and is like, uh, like, yeah, we have some something very serious to talk to you about uh, uh, about this kid, whatever his fucking name was. Take off your hat, and he takes off his hat, and his hair is like dyed blonde, and I'm like, okay, he likes Eminem or something. It's gonna be like one of those, uh, uh, and they're like, yeah, and we found this in his in his locker, and they pull out. A Nazi swastika armband. <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> and I was like, uh, this Disney movie just got interesting. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is really weird. How are they going? Obviously, they're going to pull out of this in a big bad way, and they do. It turns out that the solid teenage kid who doesn't want to resp- who doesn't want to communicate with every anybody. Um, Loves acting, and he's in a uh, okay. a production of um, Sound of Music. Springtime Sound for Hitler. Music. Okay, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was actually thinking, like, I hope they also pull out a, like a VHS copy of Sound of Music. He's like, he's obsessed with every kind of Nazi <laughs> <laughs> film Nazi. Um, yeah, so it turns out that he just wants okay. to act, and he he's in a community theater production of uh, uh, the. Uh, 
I keep wanting to call it the sound of hills. <laughs> or the you hills know, have music. The sounds of hills music. <laughs> Alive. The hills have music. <laughs> the hills now have music. Now that is the presents. mashup I've been waiting yeah, for. Yeah, the hills have music. Somebody make that happen. Oh, Matt Colley, the hills have music poster, please. Hills have eyes and sound of music. Um... So, the, uh, the hills are alive with the sounds of screams. <laughs> <laughs> with the sounds of mutants. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, so so that, so that we have like a, a somewhat funny scene where uh, Scott Thompson plays the director and he, he kind of, Scott Thompson's around for a while and you're like, well, that's good enough because yeah. no matter if they haven't given him anything to do, he's Scott Thompson, so this part's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, so what else? So basically, yeah, he just does a bunch more stuff with the kids, and um, he wrestles the vice principal, uh, <laughs> which in front of the whole school, which is, again, just Brad Garrett just hamming it the fuck yeah. up. And, uh, and, and at a certain point, you just get to the point where you're like, ah, Vin Diesel's not so bad. <laughs> he's, he's all right. I, I don't mind him. Yeah, I feel like that's his career. Yeah. He's yeah. putting things out until they go, ah, fine. All right. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he falls in love with the kids, and the kids fall in love with him, mm-hmm. and then uh, the wife comes home, and she's got, like, one of his... Marine, I don't know, Marines, Navy, I don't know who's what in the mm-hmm. in the American military. Uh so uh yeah, one of one of her husband's buddies or something. And they uh it turns out that he double crosses them and their neighbors who we meet at the very beginning, it turns out they were uh, in on the whole thing the whole time. Like you can really feel the setups and payoffs going on here. Yeah, but yeah. again, it's a movie made by people with the express intention of getting paid for things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and they were all, I, yeah. I think they all did. They also do a lot of like they were handed scripts and then rewrote it so extensively that they became the credits. Uh, I, yeah, like, yeah. I think yeah. I think that basically they did like a whatever you got to do to get yeah. paid kind of a mm-hmm. uh, seems to kind have worked of out well for them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> quite well. Um, and uh, yeah, and then it turns out that the uh, that the neighbor sorry spoiler everybody uh, the neighbors on the one side it turns out that they were the ones trying to break into the house and get the thing mm-hmm. and they were working with mm-hmm. the guy's boss who double crosses everybody and uh, and um, Vin Diesel has to uh, defeat uh, everybody like because basically the the little disc thing that they're looking for is hidden in a fortress underneath the the house and uh, it's uh, the whole uh, floor is booby trapped. So you have to do this special thing to, and he's like, "Oh, I don't know what to do to to get." And then he remembers the funny little bunny dance that he had to do that okay. the dad teaches his kid. Yeah, like he does that, or the kid won't go to sleep. You got to do this little bunny yeah, dance. It's that, like a classic, like another classic setup. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, oh, I remember yeah. the dance from earlier. I'll do that, and then yeah, yeah right. And, and the dance is things like, "Oh, first you move three paces to your left like a bunny, and <laughs> you roll on the ground like type a, in type in a code on this keypad like a bunny, <laughs> like some kind of alligator." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, so he does that, and I'm like, "Well, that's cute and everything, and, and somewhat clever for a Disney movie, but." Why did he teach that to his child? Like, why was he like the code? <laughs> well, is? yeah, it feels like a. It almost it it almost sounds kind of like a Disney thing where it's like, oh, the dad was 
taught it, you know, as a fail safe if he ever needed, you know, the one kid just like say do the Disney do the the bunny dance. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. But if he ever did, because the thing is, it's all booby traps and stuff like that, and it's and like literally <laughs> like fire and knives coming out of the thing. So, and the kid was three. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, you're a really bad dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, he saves the day, and guess what? He falls in love with Lauren Graham. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, I think I'm going to stick around for a while. So he becomes the wrestling coach. In the end. Okay. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Until it, he's a disgraced wrestling coach. Pacifier uh, <laughs> 2. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a much darker film. Yeah. Pacifier uh, 2 KO. Foxcatcher. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Foxcatcher <laughs> TKO. Yeah. It is weird to think about that era of, you know, or mid 2000s because when you see a lot of those weird old you know bad comedies from that era and and thinking about the state writers being involved in this there is a lot of like oddly absurd comedy that went into these weird mainstream like bombs right like old dogs and and what uh, hogs what was the other one wild hogs wild hogs like you watch those movies and they're at once weirdly trying to be such a like cut and dry family comedy yeah. and then they're throwing in these like outrageously like bizarre like how did you even think that this was a joke stuff well it's yeah. such a weird well, time for con- like mainstream comedy i think it was a, a a time for people to do whatever they wanted with whatever script yeah because old dogs was supposed to be like kind of a hard art yeah, comedy yeah. a raunchy kind of yeah, yeah raunch yeah. fest and then they just took that script and Cut a bunch of shit out of it and then made it like a PG family romp kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) But some of the stuff that, but they left some of the setups in. I haven't seen all the dogs either. Maybe it's great. (laughs) No, I don't uh, think it is. (laughs) uh, Yeah. I think it's a safe Which Wild Hogs you haven't seen? I haven't seen Wild Hogs. I haven't seen Old Dogs. Oh. I've seen Wild Hogs. Uh, did you? Yep. I've seen Old Hogs and Wild Dogs, though. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'll, I'll tell you why I saw it. I saw it in the theater. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, because I got a uh, message from our friend uh, Mark Hudson Riley. Uh-huh. I was just going to say, I assume it was Mark. Yeah, who, you know, at this uh, wasn't uh, able to get out of the house too much at this point, but I got a message from him and he was like, hey, <laughs> hey I think we should get high and go see Wild Hogs. <laughs> I don't really smoke pot anymore, but yeah, all right. <laughs> 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 and we did, and we were all alone in the theater. <laughs> that sounds like a great time. Yeah, it was yeah. a really wonderful time. <laughs> You're all alone, terrified in the theater. Oh, God, yeah. It's like, I'm in public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah. can feel my skin. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How was it? Huh? Oh, the it movie, was, though. We howled. Yeah. It was just like, oh, this is the most horrible and uncomfortable act. Like, These are not funny people. Yeah. 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 Oh, watching Travolta be in that kind of a wacky comedy is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That has a, to be uncomfortable. It's just a devastating experience. <laughs> you know? It changes you as a man. Yeah. 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 Like, it's a weird, like, there was a lot of that. And, and I don't know. I, I like to think that they knew what they were doing when they were making movies like this, Ben mm. Grant. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, just like, and then we're going to throw in a couple, like, because they're obviously super funny guys, like, like that. That and I can't believe I wasn't attracted to you. Line. I was like, that feels like, yeah, yeah. Like there are a couple little things here and there where you're like, oh, they actually kind of tried. Yeah, they. Got and it. I didn't yeah. actually know until you just said it. I didn't know it was uh, it was uh, Thomas okay. Lennon. Mm-hmm. Um, 
They're and, slipping and, some through. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and it, it kind of makes me go like, well, good for them that they were at least, you yeah. know. Trying to throw in a little bit of their own stuff. Yeah. Because they did the... Hey, do you think that we can get a Nazi subplot in yeah. this Disney movie? <laughs> we can try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they did the Night of the Museum movies, too. And I, I saw the first one, and I remember being like, this is, you know, as good of a movie as this needs to be. And yeah. they, they slipped in a couple good gags here. Like, <laughs> I certainly didn't mind that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well... Okay. Uh, so Casey watched the pacif- uh, the pacifier, um, and so in a weird uh, coincidence of theming, I also gave you a children's uh, entertainment piece of entertainment for children. Yeah. In the album, which well, was to be fair, this is a piece of entertainment for nobody. Nobody. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen's "I Am the Cute One." Which I is, am the which cute is one. weird. Yeah, I don't know why it's not. I am. I'm, yeah. Well, that's what I kept on searching for that. And I, I discovered it was actually called "I Am the Cute One." Yeah. Uh, which, when you hear it in context, is song. I guess it fits the rhythm. Better. Yeah. I am the cute one. <laughs> I am Tennis the cute one. <laughs> um, this was an album they released in 1993. Uh, so this is uh, way back. Uh, not their first album. I believe this is their second. So they did some earlier work. Um, uh, according to All Music, I Am the Cute One features a hipper sound than their previous album, Brother for Sale. <laughs> what? Brother for Sale. <laughs> yeah. Wait, sorry. This offers a hipper sound? Yeah, but all offers a similar mix of old and new songs and quirky skits. Uh, yeah. Featuring Double Up, a hip-hop jump rope song. Uh, <laughs> songs like I Dunno, One Buffalo, Two Buffalo Eye, and No One Tells the President What to Do. Uh, bu- you talking about it is bumming. As, long as, <laughs> no, as, as well as Broccoli and chick, uh, Chocolate, which was the... The reason I gave you guys this album. Right. Uh, 16 th- tracks this album. Yeah, yeah. A listener, yeah. Corey Pierce, tipped it off to me, and then I uh, yep. paid it forward to you. That's <laughs> right. So this, seg- this segment is now called, Fuck You, Corey Pierce. <laughs> uh, Tell me all about this, because what I had listened to was basically one or two songs, and I was like, it's just them talking yeah. in a kind of kid way. Yeah, because they're really young, so yeah. they have no handle on... Melody. Anything, timing, rhythm—it's all gone. Yeah. N- yeah, no, and you and and they, I, I and they barely cleaned it up. Yeah, like <laughs> at all. Like these kids, they don't, and they're not strong singers or anything. No, no, no. So it really is just like a couple of kids. Like it, it feels like an album that where they took some stock uh, backing backing tracks. Yeah, and um, and then uh, two adorable kids made an album for their mom for Mother's Day. Yeah, totally. You know, yeah, because nobody's singing very well. No. And so, but every once in a while, okay. Now, uh, the only place that I could find this was on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So I listened yes. to the whole thing on YouTube. So I had to sort of piece it together right. from uh, playlists that I found yeah, on the internet, yeah. and then I'd have to, to like search out the corresponding yeah, made, thing. I put, you made you guys do some work for this. Album. It was a lot of work. <laughs> it was a lot of work. For, you know what, guys? Not a lot of payoff. No. Um, so, so sometimes there would be a laugh track. Uh, oh, I didn't get any of those. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. there was. Oh, and also um, because it was, I was confused and going back and forth. I listened to uh, more than the, the, the actual tracks on the album. <laughs> I, did, I wasn't fucking around with that. I kept the list next to me at the computer. I'm like, only these ones. I was halfway. <laughs> I made that mistake before. I was halfway through a song before I realized I was like, wait a minute, they're 14 in this song. <laughs> this is not the same album. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. So there would be like a, a laugh track. Like they they. 
but it would be laughing at things that weren't funny or anything. Like the kid, uh. the one kid would just be like, "This is my sister. I don't like her very much," and there'd be a laugh track. And I'm like, "Don't, don't laugh. Don't lower yourself like that." <laughs> uh, I wish I'd given you their early album from like a year prior. They look way younger on the cover. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. believe that's a thing. Oh my god. Well, they weren't major label at that time, so there's a lot uh, more like they're raw. Yeah, like they're giving us one of their sub pop records. Well, <laughs> yeah. the the uh, the all music review for their previous album, Brother for Sale, has a line where it says, "Brother for Sale features sing along versions of oldies, quirky new songs, and skits, and on songs like Peanut Butter." And Desperate for a Dog, the twins have an untrained, unmannered singing voice. Is that one song? Peanut uh, Butter and Desperate for no. a Dog? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Peanut Butter is Desperate for a Dog. Um, but they call the, they say that they have untrained, unmannered singing voices, which give the songs a fresh, playful feel. It is fresh. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's as fresh as it is dope. <laughs> I did, now, it is 16 tracks, but... About five of them are like uh, like hip hop skits. skits, yeah, you know that kind of thing where it's just like it has nothing to do with anything. Like, yeah, like, we're like Ashley Olsen tree. will come up and shoot like yeah, a, she'll, they'll yeah, roll yeah. up on a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you won, G, and unload her Uzi. What t-shirt contest, contest motherfucker? motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the laugh track would go, and they'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like bedtime. Oh, can you imagine? Uh, yeah, uh, so that's uh, so yeah. There's a lot of that. That's, that's funny <laughs> and so wrong. <laughs> um, who? Uh, now what, I got a wet chip. Oh, I don't know. These songs are. Hey, you know, I guess it was time. I I wanted to hear a fresh new take of two kids who don't know how to sing, sing yak the yak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. That that seemed like I'm like, come on. It, this whole album is filler, but that's like filler, filler. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Don't man. don't do that. Yeah, um, and we all know that the Schwarzenegger version is the best anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, I found myself at sometimes like I don't know why I found it so funny that the broccoli and chocolate song was reggae. <laughs> yeah, I did, too. but I, I really, really did. Funny. That's I the like, one I've heard. Reggae song? What the <laughs> fuck, man? And at at certain points, they're because, doing the voices too. They're doing the reggae. Yeah, singing. they're style. yeah, like well. It's just there enough that you're like, I, is this is this adorable? Is this offensive? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> they don't know what's going on. No, because those kids don't know. And, no. and like, but who made them do this? What asshole made them do this? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I think the only other one that I heard was "Don't Let Your Mom Go Shopping." Yeah, because she might buy something you don't want. Yeah, yeah. yeah which is actually a real concern. Really topical. For all of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, and there's a there's a little there's a little video for the uh, if you get to be the president then you oh, yeah. get oh, to right. do whatever the, you with want the, uh, with Bill, Bill, Clinton, Bill Clinton playing yeah. the sax and I'm like right. I th- is it I actually Bill is... Clinton because <laughs> that would be amazing no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. he took time out of his busy busy days to fucking yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's it. the least convincing Bill Clinton ever. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's this. This the whole thing happened to me. Yeah, it was a very long listen. And you know what's here's what sucked is I because it's it's hard to find information about this album. And I pulled it up on uh, I googled it and I got a little track listing that I took a picture of. So I'll show you. It just looked like this, right? 
So yeah. I thought there was only nine songs at first. Yeah. And then oh, I saw yeah. the little thing at the bottom says more songs, and I hit it, and there's fucking seven more. And I was like, uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was almost done. Because they are sort of meandery yeah. after a while. And, like, the kids don't sing with any sort of charisma or No, anything. not it's, at all. Kind of like I've just I've never understood like what the big deal was no. about these two kids who have no... Nothing. They're, nothing. Like they're just they these sort of awkward good little at anything. No, and they're not even especially adorable or anything. No, I'm just no. Like, eh, I'm tired of these kids. Oh, <laughs> um, but it really feels sometimes like they're writing, like they wrote the songs themselves. Yeah, because the, this they're very awkwardly put together, and I'm like, did an adult do this? Somebody should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> yeah, pretty horrible. Yeah, this was not a fun time. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad it was. Oh, except, except, by the way, I do want to point out that the song Broccoli and Chocolate is about uh, her going shopping uh-huh. and putting a chocolate bar in her cart, mm-hmm. in her in her shopping cart, next to a, a stock of broccoli, yep. and they fall in love. <laughs> Which is a nice message we can all take home. It really is. Mm-hmm. And also, it's like, well, if you're going to write that song, it might as well be about chocolate falling in love with broccoli. <laughs> Amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, well, so. at the ha- well, Casey, you had an interesting week. Uh, you watched The Pacifier. You mm-hmm. listened to I Am the Cute One. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that now, song is bizarre. Uh, it's really <laughs> weird. She's just my sister. And what? And what? I am, but I am the cute one. Yeah, like going yeah, like the I'm track. the cute one, and I've got the brains. And yeah, I don't know. She's got a nose. There's Confusing. a point where she says that she's got a nose. Somebody's just like, let's start pitting these kids against yeah. each other right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> not fuck around. Get in that Thunderdome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, they should have been a character in a uh, TV dad cage match. <laughs> Throw them in on the deck. That would have been a great wild card. Um, so Casey is allowed to give us an album to uh-huh. listen to. And you've had a weird week, so this could go any any yeah, way. I don't, I don't know how to end this. Um, well, okay. This was like one of the last, you know, this could have been the last week where you had, you know, the time to watch whatever you want. You really yeah. did not get to no i didn't get no to. no because like i mean we we've been sort of up and down with like well, the baby's coming now wait no it's not yeah. like she's being she's being a real dick about it because, <laughs> uh not myos the baby yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't want you guys to think i'm disparaging my uh, beautiful girlfriend myos mm-hmm. no it's it's my, my baby's being a real shithead yeah um <laughs> So uh so yeah it's been a weird roller coaster of a week for me yeah. but definitely by next week I will have a baby yeah. from hell or high water mm-hmm. somebody's baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I will have a baby I went out and I just got a baby I'll give it back when mine comes I, I know two things I will have a baby and I may be arrested for getting that. <laughs> yeah. but if I get uh, caught yeah but uh but yeah so it's been a weird week for me an unfortunate week but and and I will say my pick for this week is not. Um, I don't think it's going to be pleasant for you guys. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but it is one of my. I don't really know much about this, okay. but I don't want to spend that yeah. much time uh, uh, looking into it. Um, but there has been quite a bit of controversy about this artist as of late. Okay. Um, in terms of uh, the uh, violence and misogyny in his lyrics. Uh, and whether he should be able to play a young okay. and Dundas square. Oh. So. Uh, 
and this is the the first time that I had heard about uh, Action, Action Bronson. Bronson. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's got an album called Mr. Wonderful mm-hmm. that uh, I feel is getting a lot of attention and play simply because of its violence well, and misogyny. It got, it got and a I lot got of zero the, respect for that. It got a lot of good reviews before it did. the uh, like Pitchfork gave it a good review. Yeah. A lot. It, uh, he's really popular in the rap circles. I. I've heard him before. He sounds a lot like Ghostface. Yeah. Like exactly oh, like Ghostface. Yeah. And I feel like I've heard, I've even heard Ghostface say, Yeah. Uh, They've addressed Damn, this it. guy sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> but not even in a bad way. Like, yeah. and like, oh, he's great. He sounds like yeah. me. And I'm like, but doesn't that just mean he's full on ripping off your shit? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, but I've never listened to any of his stuff at length. I've just heard songs. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm interested. So, you'll be checking out the album, Mister Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay. I might, I might give it a quick listen. I don't know. I don't know. My life is a fucking question mark right now. Yeah. So, uh, but I might give it a shot. <sighs> okay. We'll okay. See. We'll see. Yep. All right. All right. It's time to roll. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Getting ready to roll. We've made our picks yeah. for movies. This week, we're going to have to do Winner's Choice again. Yeah. Um, Ted 2 is opening, as well as a movie about a hero dog yeah. uh, called Max. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Uh, written yeah. and directed by the guy who did Now You See Me. So maybe at the end of the movie, the dog will be like, uh, I was that guy all along. <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying maybe it will be a phenomenal movie. (laughs) So we got to do Winner's Choice. Nobody really cares about Ted 2. The first one was not good. Yeah. Yeah. And also with it being Baby Watch 2015. Yeah. Got to keep it open. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We we could be in the middle of a full-on baby storm. Yeah. uh, (laughs) A baby cane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is like the Muppet Babies version of the movie Raising Cat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, and also to keep it open, we got to do a Netflix pick as a loser. Right. But we, I think we've picked... Uh, we a particularly had, losery loser. Yeah, we had a couple yeah. options. We, we This movie's a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, we paused, to, we paused to deliberate. Yep. Um, and what have we come up with? Well, uh, a nice tie-in from our yeah. uh, conversation a couple of minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen as grown-ups though which I yeah. think they're much more mature uh-huh. uh, <laughs> I say mature that grosses me out when people say it like <laughs> mature. that mature I yeah. don't know why but it just feels gross well, it's like, essentially the correct way to pronounce it actually correct yeah they made a movie in 2004 called New York Minute is that what I said yeah and I think this was their last like because they made a million movies but I think this was like Around the, the last, time, yeah, together movie. around the time of like well, get, Mean Girls, we're gonna do one yeah. last hurrah, a New York minute. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm sure uh, it's at least as good as the Don Henley song. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Eugene Levy was like, "I'll be in anything." That song, <laughs> yeah. If I understand, correctly. <laughs> they all have. Uh, it's, yeah. it's based on the life of Don Henley. <laughs> 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 they're both they're both dressed like Don Henley, uh, circa 1989. Yeah, you know? sad trench coat, ponytail. Yeah, yeah, shot in Toronto. Yeah, oh, was mm-hmm. it? Yeah, I knew some people that were like uh, on the street and they were walking around. And they they ended up randomly just like seeing them filming this movie and they didn't know what it was and then they saw the trailer for it and I was like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, that's good. So yeah, suck. loser. Versus winner's choice. Casey, is he going to have to see New York Minute? Don't roll on the carpet. I know. All right. (laughs) Don't go on the carpet, buddy. 
I've been having accidents. <laughs> Casey's rolling New York Minute or... Oh, oh that's a that's one. A one. Oh, fuck. That is a oh, one. Oh, guys, come on. <laughs> All right, I'm rolling. There's still a zero in there. It's not over. That's a four. That is a four. All right, Greg's got to roll higher to, than a four. That's a seven. Yep. Oh, Casey great. has yeah. to see more. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, back to back, uh, Mary um, Kate and Ashley Olsen. Right yeah, now. fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just, this is sinking in. Yeah, I don't have a lot of free time left. I know. No, listen, it'll be over in a New York minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be over in a New York minute, which apparently lasts for three and a half hours. <laughs> uh, oh my God! All right. Well, Casey will be talking about change. that. It's true. Um, and we will talk about whatever we want. I'm going to try and see inside out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, speaking of Casey talking. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting ready to do a bunch of it. Yeah. Because it's time for 90210 Yeah or Relay. Uh-huh. Boo doo doo doo. Oh, God. Goo goo. Goosh goosh. Gosh, I goo goo. Gosh, I goo goo. All right. Uh, New York I, Minute. I remember we, we were talking uh, about... Uh, like uh, one of our listeners uh, wrote in and was like, you know, you guys keep talking about how the show is boring and, and you know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we curbed it a little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're like, well, you know, then I hope something really picks up. And well, boy, did it. Okay. Yeah. This, well, this movie or this episode has so many bananas yeah. things oh, in good. it. Oh, good. And I, we did get a, a little recap uh, because last week's episode was in a foreign language. Yeah. yeah. Which, Tony uh, no out. one told us what language yet, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony. And Tony from Chicago uh, wrote in because he had seen the episode a couple months ago. Yeah, probably watching along with us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he yeah, saw it a while yeah, that's ago. What he, that's he said what he it a couple of months ago. It's real easy to, to mainline through some when you're not doing one a week. Yep, I All guess right. so. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and I also got a little fill-in, too, on uh, some of the plot points from, uh, from Athena. Okay. She, she remembers the episode. Yeah. So... Yeah. Last week, uh, we thought it was... What's her name? Um... We, Sue. Yeah, Sue's we thought dad. it was Sue's dad yeah, that was a uncle. creepy uncle, but yeah, it yeah. was her uncle that was, was a, creepy a creepy uncle. Right. And he was the one who was revealed to have actually done the uh, sexual yeah, assault. But Sue kind of freaks out under the pressure of it and uh, so accuses, falsely accuses a teacher, Gil, yeah. the teacher, who, this is what Athena mentioned to actually had had previous trouble with. Okay. Uh, yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Casey didn't say that on mic, but he yeah. said, <laughs> "I'm sure they heard it." <laughs> Sorry, was I speaking through? I thought I was speaking through my butthole. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, um, because yeah, yeah, he had done some. It was easy to pin it on him because he'd had relations with students right, and had right. problems in the past. Yeah, he's a real scumbag. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for something to go down with that. So he's a real scumbag. Yeah. Last week. <laughs> Last week, the episode ended on something of a cliffhanger where yeah. it was revealed it was the uncle. Right. Um, and we didn't really get uh, super any result. Like, they didn't really, you know, figure yeah, yeah, out what's yeah. going to happen there. So, yeah. it's still kind of up in the air. Cool. Yeah. All right. Enter. So what, what's the name of this what, episode? episode? Do you remember? Called? Nope. I don't remember. Okay. Oh. Uh, but I will say that none of that stuff carries over to this episode. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm. Setting them up and waiting on uh, 90210. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're letting them pay off in the future. Right. 
Okay. Some things do pay off in this episode, though. Yeah. From uh, the past. All so, right. You know. Can I get it up here so I can find it's the ca- name? It's like called a something. It's like a walk to remember or something. Destiny rides again. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny turns on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Quentin Tarantino. Oh my god! Stars. I just got something spoiled here. Thanks, Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't, don't. Oh no! Don't look because it's so great. Uh, yeah, I see that somebody will be showing up. <laughs> um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, don't worry. He, he shows up fairly early. Oh, it's or not he. she. Nah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we start out, and the girls are in the video store. And my immediate thought was, oh, remember video stores? Yeah. So there any the vi- good tapes? Uh. Yeah. Well, they walk by a couple of uh, good tapes, but I think most of the tapes are just like the filler tapes. Yeah. That, you no, know right. that aren't actually a movie. So they're walking through, and they're trying to decide what kind of a movie to get, and then they look over. Donna sees David in the porn section. <laughs> <laughs> and David is curving around the porn oh section. Oh, he's got his they camera with him. Tape, yeah. video camera with him. <laughs> he's videotaping his cock. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah so she goes in and is like David what are you doing and so he like, didn't like go there with them and branch off he's just there he on his own there in the porn section <laughs> yeah. probably has been all day <laughs> <laughs> I assume that's where he is every time he's not on camera <laughs> he's in the porn in section episode, he's always dancing in there yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so Donna goes over and goes like what are you doing and he's like uh, 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 renting porn <laughs> and he's like uh, you want to rent some with me and she's like uh, that actually no. happened yeah oh my god uh, and uh and so they're walking out she's like come on you fucking creepy pervert so she pulls him out of the porn section and immediately runs into her uh childhood priest and her priest is like, oh, renting some musical theater. Wink, wink. I know you were in the porn section. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, uh, yay. Um, and, then, uh, and then she's like, anyway, nice to see you. And he's like, you too. Peace. <laughs> and then they look over and guess who's in the porn. Uh, not the porn, sorry. not They're out of the porn section. <laughs> okay. This whole episode they take It's a bottleneck episode. Yeah. yeah. It all takes place in, in an alternate dimension porn section. Uh, uh, but yeah, they look over and guess who's in the video store, guys? Dylan and Kelly. Are they having a. No, the teacher? Sexy? Wrong. What? No, you said it wasn't. Wrong. Who's in there? Who's in there? Guess who? I, I just I don't didn't know. know. Dean Kane. Uh, Oh, oh, oh he's not in France. Or I whatever was going to say, uh, in. no, he's not. He's in the video store looking well, for pornos because he, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much like everybody. Oh, um, Dean Kane. He is well because he said to her, he was like, "Hey, you know, I'm going to UCLA." Uh, right. So, oh, right. And she's like, "Oh, well, I am French." You know, because she's pretending to be French. Right. right? Remember that. Yeah, um, I forgot about that. So yeah, so Brenda's like, "Oh shit, uh, he's gonna see me and know that I'm not in in France or whatever." So he, so they're like, "Well, he's here. Like, you, you're not gonna be able to avoid him. You got to go up to him." So she goes up to him. She puts on her. Um, his name is Rick, by the way. Uh-huh. And so no, it isn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Steen Kane. No, it's Steen Kane <laughs> or Superman. Um, uh, so uh, she goes up to him with her French accent, accent and goes, oh, Reek. <laughs> like, dude, you, know you what? are hilarious. You know what could have been a good uh, plan to do there? Leave. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, even and even if he like goes, Oh, it's like, that guy. Hey, that's... Brenda, just run away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like run did, away did he see her before she went over? Well, he was like by the door, so okay. like the whole thing was like that they say, never yeah. There. yeah. Like just put your coat over your head or something so that he just thinks, "Oh, there's a weird girl with, with a her coat, coat on her, her head." head. <laughs> um <laughs> California. Yeah. <laughs> right? Anything can happen. <laughs> I'm Dean Kane. Holly weird. Uh, <laughs> um, and so he's like, oh, this is great. And she's like, oh, I am uh, visiting my aunt and uncle. I'm sorry. I can only do French Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> my aunt and uncle. <laughs> aunt and uncle. Um, Too many chocolate bars. <laughs> <laughs> My brother says it will go away, but, but I, I don't think I don't so. Um, <laughs> and oh, uh, and <laughs> so she, yeah, in her great French accent, he's like, "Oh, where are you staying?" And she's like. Um, with my aunt and uncle. <laughs> what? Like, that is not even oh. close. So he's like, "I insist Points on showing you around L.A." And she's like, "Man, eh, maybe." <laughs> 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 hey, maybe. No, no. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui, no, no. Um, That's great. So then, keep then doing she's the accent. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, then she's at home, and uh, Reek calls her, uh, and and like mom answers the phone, and she's like, "Uh, Brenda, some guy named Rick is calling for you." Oh, mom, um, it's Reek. <laughs> it's pronounced Reek. Uh, what Reek's in here? Oh, it's Reek. <laughs> oh, it's Reek. This is a time where it's a bummer that you guys don't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, well. Somebody on there named Reek? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it Dean Kane? Yeah, if it I, is I Dean Kane, I'll start watch watching that yeah. show. Um, <laughs> but then she like she answers the phone and she's like embarrassed because her family's right there. But then she just full on oh, goes into oh, the French oh. accent. Oh, Reek. Hello. How are you? I was just eating a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> I was just eating a croissant and saying au revoir. <laughs> you know, uh, because I am French. Um, so uh, she's like, okay, well, it was nice to talk to you. And she hangs up. And everybody at the same time, like in, in one of those great 90210 moments, About everybody what? looks at her and goes, Brenda. Sometimes this show is supposed to be so rooted in real life, and then sometimes it's like family matters. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so then, yeah, everyone's... Uh, wait, I've written, she tells them she's an idiot. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so she says, I'm an idiot because I did this oh, thing. Oh, yeah, 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 right. That, that, that is what happens. Yeah, so yeah. She's like, listen, <laughs> this guy thinks I'm French, so uh, go along with it. Yeah. They're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Plus, some of them know, right? Uh, unless they weren't there, like Kelly Donna and Donna. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Donna will know. Donna Kelly doesn't know to, yet. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so we're back, and Kelly is painting. Oh, I've written Donna is painting her room black, but she's not. It's Kelly. I do that, too. Kelly's... Getting uh, the names mixed up yeah. with all of them. Um, mm -hmm. So Kelly is painting her room black, um, and her mom is asking her what's wrong, and Kelly's like, oh, I'm just lonely and jealous of Brenda because she has this happy life with... Um, uh, with Dylan and then this French guy or whatever. This happy life full of like all a bunch of drama that's about to rear its head. Yeah. 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 And she's like, and I'm just lonely and jealous and I'm and, and her mom's like, oh, come on. Don't worry. You're beautiful. And you and I'm like, yeah, w w why are you? You don't have to be lonely at all. You're super hot. Just go find someone to be with. <laughs> Stop complaining about it. Um, and uh, OK, so then we cut over to Donna and. Her and David are on her bed making out, and he's like, uh, hey, can I get some of that uh, 
sex? And she's like, no, not until we're married. And he's like, fuck. He's That's like, why it's been in the porn section. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. He's like, you're wondering why I'm jerking it so right in the porn section all the time. <laughs> um, does that is that actually play into it? Is it like I'm going to porn because like uh, we aren't doing it? Because we're probably not getting married anytime soon because we're 15. Yeah. Uh, well, if you'll remember, the I think the last episode I have where uh, David sees Kelly naked and yeah. Steve is like, dude, use, use it. it. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So if you don't think that he is jerking in it all the time, yeah. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, round the clock, um, then you, you don't know David. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you don't know the same David that I know. <laughs> David Jerkmeister, according to Casey. Um, so, uh, yeah, so he's like, well, I'm not going to wait around for it, you know. I have needs. Um, That's a shitty thing to say. Uh, he, he doesn't say it quite like okay. that, but he says like, "I don't want to wait until I'm married because I'm gonna it, like that's like at least ten years from now, and uh, and I've got a boner now." <laughs> and then the whole gang was like, "David," <laughs> <laughs> and he went, "Oh, boy, wait, 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 solid was, D. We'll be right. <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back." <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So then. Uh, the gang is all talking about their SATs, and Steve tells Brandon, like, Steve pulls Brandon aside and he says, like, I'm really embarrassed, but I failed my SATs again, because he did, like, a makeup thing. Mm. It's like, I failed it again, because I suck. And then uh, his little buddy, uh, Herbert, remember how they all had, like... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Herbert. His little buddy, Herbert, Herbert, walks by and goes, hey, Steve. And I was like, second appearance for a black person. Well, that's that's crazy. That's a first for the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Usually they're, they're out of here. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so then, uh, so Steve goes over to him and he's like, Hey, Herbert, how you doing? You want to go to a basketball game with me? And Herbert's like, why? <laughs> uh, and Steve's like, oh, I thought we could like totally hang out and be friends and stuff. And Herbert's like, okay, I guess. Uh, and then he's like, Oh, by the way, um, you're, uh, you're like big into computers and stuff. Right. And Herbert's like, yeah. And he's like, Oh, I bet you couldn't break into the school's computers and change. I don't know. Some kind of noodle headed dirt bags, uh, grades. <laughs> and he's like, yes, I could. I bet I could. I wouldn't. Cause like that shit's against the rules and whatever. And Steve's like, uh, you're just saying that cause you couldn't do it. And Herbert's like, shut up. I totally could do it. Where were we left on the Steve has the key to everything when oh, he yeah. bribed uh, that, uh, uh, janitor. We janitor. Well, that's the thing. We don't know. Okay. Uh, uh, from that last uh, little situation, yeah. we don't even know. We know uh. that his key doesn't work, but that the janitor was kind of like, But the janitor was like, I have another key. Yeah, if you, if you, you have money. money. Yeah. yeah. But we don't know. Maybe he did the moral thing. Because I was wondering why would Steve need this if he could just bribe that janitor? Yeah. Yeah. With, we'll uh, see. Seems a lot easier. Yeah. With with free ramen for life. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Shake a bit off of his... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> gross. That's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> eating Steve's hair. <laughs> um, uh, so then uh, Herbert's like, yeah, but they've got like, uh, I don't know. He said a bunch of computer stuff. And then he dumbed it down. He's like, so basically, you'd have to break into the school to break into the computer. He's like, I could break into the computer, but I couldn't break into the school because that's not my thing. And Steve's like, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he pulls out a key out of his oh. pocket oh. and kisses it. And it's <laughs> Herbert? <laughs> no, yeah. And then Herbert <laughs> kisses it. I could, but I'm going to go make it with this key. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
His lips are all cut. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sweet agony. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so he does all that, and it's weird. Um, <laughs> and then uh, and then Brandon, and then we cut to Brandon, and he's at the newspaper, and and he's like, "Hey, Andrea, I'm going home." Uh, and she's like, "Okay, well, I'm just finishing up this thing, and then I'm going to go home." And he's like, "Oh, you want to ride?" And she's like, "Nah, you know what? I think I want to walk." And then he goes home, and then she is like, "I'm done here. I'm going to walk home." Dude, she starts walking home, walks out into the street, and gets smoked by a car. Whoa! What? It's fucking awesome because it's so Don Knotts the way it happens. <laughs> the car comes by and she's all like, whoa, whoa, whoa! And she goes spinning around and then they have a shot of her just lying there on the thing and her like legs are all kind of twisted about like in a way that is obviously just somebody kind of doing that with their yeah, legs. Like yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. fake legs or anything but it just looks enough so you're like, <laughs> her legs are broken. <laughs> oh my god, Casey. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, but it's like again, like if it was like a serious thing, it'd be like, oh, that's kind of sad. But it's so yeah. wacky the way it happens. Why would this happen? I don't understand. The- no idea. Because the fucking crazy thing about it is that that happens, and then the next scene, she's in the hospital with two broken legs, and she's all sad because the guy didn't even stop. It was like a hit and run thing. He just yeah. kept going, and the piece were the piece. The police were like. Uh, uh, yeah, we don't know who it was. <laughs> so, uh, Whoa. So she's like, yeah, so I just have to... And then, and Brandon's like, oh, well, sorry about that. And then there's another scene later where everyone's signs are cast, and then there's another scene at the end. But other than that, nothing comes up. <laughs> Whoa. So, they were, so it was basically like some writer was like, oh, you know dude, what? you know it would be let's, super funny. Let's break her fucking legs. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Um, Holy crap. Yeah. Crippled her. Uh, yeah, pretty great. So, so uh, she's got both of her legs. Both of her legs broken. So is she going to be in a wheelchair for the rest yeah. of the season? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Why? Uh, I have no idea. What the fuck? There's no reason for it. Oh, boy. Well, this is probably going to set up like a like recovery yeah, arc yeah. of her struggling. Yeah. They can repair you. They have the technology. <laughs> they have the technology. Oh, man. She's we be have a robot. The you will be it. the $6 million loser. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, all right, man. So then we cut back to Steve, and he's calling Herbert a big pussy for not breaking into the school with him. Uh-huh. And he's like, a real hacker would do it. And Herbert's like, leave me alone. Um, Break off pieces of sweet ramen. Yeah, yeah. eat that air, and we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, break me off a piece of that sweet, sweet air. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring you to school with your delicious head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now prepare yourself for bana- for the next bananas thing that happens. They're all sitting around, and Brandon's girlfriend, I can't remember what her name is. Nikki. Nikki. Thank you. Nikki comes by, and she's like, hey, guys, uh, my aunt has four tickets to this AIDS benefit hosted by Rosie O'Donnell. Do you want to go? Oh, and they're yeah. like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Rosie O'Donnell, <laughs> you're high school kids. <laughs> so yeah, they're all like, "Sweet, we're gonna go see Rosie O'Donnell." Uh, and then we cut back to yeah, Dylan. Like, what would who like Rosie O'Donnell to high school kids in '93? Yeah, like what, what's, what's Rosie on? O'Donnell Does she have doing? That she daytime show at this point? I don't even think she has a show yet. I think Steak she's just stand. Yeah, yeah. I think oh. she's just done. You know, popular high school movies like uh, say Stakeout or uh, Exit to Eden. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stakeout. Or something like that. Uh, another with Emilio stakeout. Estevez and, uh, and Richard Dreyfuss. Oh, is she Dreyfuss. only in another stakeout? She's yeah, maybe sequel? it was another stakeout. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. Um, Stakeout's anyway. still awesome. <laughs> uh, I tried watching well, it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is a weird, weird film. <laughs> I like Stakeout. Uh, all right, so so then we cut to Dylan, and he's talking about the SATs too, and he's like, uh, "Is he still sick from the last episode?" No, no, he got his his slight cough has gone away. Great. Um, so he gets his score back. So like everybody retook the SATs or something, and he gets his score back, but he had to take it at another school because he was visiting his dad. And he's like, yeah, I got my SAT scores back, but uh, I did so good that they disqualified me because they think I didn't do it myself. And I'm like, that never happened. Is that, that <laughs> is not he being real or is he lying? No. Well, that's the thing is that they're like, uh, uh, then Jim, like dad, like Walsh dad yeah. is like, uh, well, I, I see why they're suspicious because your score went up like 300 points. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. And he's like, yeah, but the first time I tried to take them, uh, Brenda was in the hospital. Because remember when she had, yeah. like, I think it was like, because she thought she was pregnant. Yeah. Uh, he's like, and I didn't even finish it. So uh, t- it turns out I'm actually smart. Um, <laughs> and Jim's like, I mean, oh. I'm, you know, 37. So. <laughs> yeah, so I do know a lot about yeah. this stuff. <laughs> I'm an old soul. I am pretty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jim's like, uh, okay, well, you know, I mean, that sucks and everything, but you know you can do this well why don't you just take the the test again you'll be able to take the test again there's like an appeals process it's probably easier for you to just take the test again here at west beverly and he's like i'm not taking it again because i didn't cheat and they keep uh, uh accusing me of cheating and fuck them so i'm not taking it again and I'm like, well, just, just that sucks shut up and just take fucking it take again. it again. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to. <laughs> no, I was like, I take it, it, Dylan. And he was like, no, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it. Yeah. And anyway, I said, I've had a weird day. You've you've changed, Casey. You've been hanging out with David Jackoff too much. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've been jerking it with David again, haven't, haven't you? you? Haven't uh, you? And I was like, eh, everybody experiments at West Beverly. Um <laughs> All right, so anyway, so the gang... Uh, so then this is where the gang visits. Andrea and Donna brought... Andrea. Brought, Andrea. Sorry, Andrea. Um, and Donna uh, brought a variety of markers so everyone could sign her cast. Donna's a weirdo. All right, and now we're at the taping. And sure enough, Rosie O'Donnell is in this episode. Sweet. Oh, lucky boy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, so Rosie O'Donnell is like hosting this thing. And it's like televised, right? So. Yeah. Um, and she's like, uh, hey, everybody, so let's talk about AIDS, because AIDS is really bad. And, uh, and you know, it ta- it's it's about sex and everything. And she's like, and I was going to talk about my first sexual experience, but then I remembered my parents are here. So I'm going to talk about your sexual experiences. So she goes out into the audience, makes a beeline for fucking, because it's Brenda, Nikki, uh, Donna and David. Huh. So she goes over to Brand or Brandon. Did I say Brenda? Uh-huh. Same shit. Uh, <laughs> so she goes over to to Brandon and Nikki and is like, "Hey, you two are together. Are you guys fucking?" <laughs> and uh, and they're like, "Oh, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, Rosie. Why are you in?" <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and they're like, oh, uh, she's like, have you guys ever done it? And they're like, oh, well, yeah. And she's like, oh, you've done it, but not together, right? And I'm like, this is on TV, and you're being a real fucking creep show right now. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's pretty much it. And she's like, yeah, all right, well, whatever. 
And then she goes over to Donna and David, and she's like, how about you two? Are you guys boning? And I'm like, well, this is a real weird coincidence, because uh, they were just talking about it. And and uh, she's like, no, I'm saving myself for marriage. And David's like, yeah, I know. And then uh, and Rosie's like, oh, well, good for you for saving yourself. Don't let him pressure you into anything, because he's a sleazebag. And I'm like, you don't know. He is, but you don't know that. <laughs> um and then that's the last we see of Rosie O'Donnell. She just shows up for five minutes and talks about sex Great. until nobody can take it anymore. <laughs> and she leaves. Um, she right. had been in um, a League of Their Own, uh, oh, I believe, fairly, by this yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah. Popular. With, that's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, and, and possibly Sleepless in Seattle and maybe another st- uh, stakeout because both of those were 93. Hmm. All right. Just a year before she was in the smash hit runaway success Car 54, Where Are You, in 1994. Oh, David Johansson? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Weird. yeah. That was that brief period where they were trying to make David Johansson a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, all right. Uh, so, yeah, so we're back to Dylan, and he doesn't like being called a liar, so he's like, um, ah, so I'm not doing that. And, and then uh, Brenda's like, um, oh yeah, so he's like, all this talk, talk of calling me a liar has made me reevaluate things, and I don't like being called a liar, so I'm going to come clean with you. And uh, there was a girl during this summer that I hooked up with, and she's like, because remember how she told him about Dean Kane? Yeah, like right away. Yeah, right away, and yep. he was like, oh good, but he didn't say nothing. He's yep. like, yeah, there was a girl this summer, and she's like, who was it? And he's like, mm, not important. And she's like, okay, I'm going home. Um and then uh, we cut over to David, and he's in Donna's bed again. And, and David's like, uh, "Can I let me sleep over? Come on, both of your parents are gone. Just let me sleep over." And he, she's like, "Okay, but I'm not fucking you." And he's like, "Well, all right, whatever." Uh, so then they fall asleep, and she has a dream. And this time, she's like in all in white, and she's surrounded by a bunch of other children, all in white, and they're in the porn section of the video store again what? with all these little girls. And and oh. she's like, uh, oh, I'm, <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm gonna go in there. And one of the little girls is like, oh, you can't go in there. You're just a little girl. So yeah, we're setting up the. She's thinking of her past kind of thing. So she starts to mm-hmm. walk in there, and then we cut away, and she's actually walking into a church where her priest is there from before. And Whoa. she goes up to her church, or Try her priest. religious theme porn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and she goes up to, uh, to her priest and is like, will God still love me if I let David pork me? And he's like, uh, yeah, but your parents will be disappointed. And she's like, well, that's a lot to think about. Going um, deep with these uh, dream sequences. Yeah, they're getting, getting real uh, <laughs> surreal. <laughs> and getting uh, real lynchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. To suit. So then we're, uh, we're back at uh, the Walsh house, and uh, Brenda and Mom are at home, and then fucking Dean Kane shows up. And she's like, oh, shit, Mom, uh, you have to play along. Pretend that you're my aunt and that I'm French. And she's like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're a bad mom. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, so Dean Kane takes her to uh, um, the Peach Pit. Because if I don't know if you guys know Los Angeles at all, mm-hmm. there's only one restaurant. One place to go. <laughs> Peach Pit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so they go there and uh, 
guess who's working? Brandon uh-huh. and uh, Joey Tatas oh, is also yeah. there. Right. And, uh, <laughs> right. and Bre- Brenda goes up and is like, oh, hello, waiter. And oh, she's like, no. hi. And he's like, hi, Brenda, what are you doing? <laughs> you and weirdo. she's like, oh, yes, I am Brenda and I am so French. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you are totally French and you're totally staying with my family. Yeah, uh, and I'm your cousin. Oh, so we could like make out. Now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Le cousin dangereux. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're French, so uh, this is <laughs> probably all okay. Right? This could only is only be a little. <laughs> this is only like mostly weird, not like <laughs> wrong weird. Um, I'll work with it. I'm Brandon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So then Joey Tatas comes up and he goes, hey, Brenda. And she's like, French, I'm French. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're super French. <laughs> and uh, and then she's like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Dean Kane, I'm sorry I'm not French. I'm actually American. Uh, I was just... She tells him the whole lie. Is Dean Kane like, I don't fucking care, you weirdo? <laughs> uh, Dean Kane, he, like, looks at her for a minute. Smiles and then totally kisses her. Yeah, and then I don't know goes, why they played this for so long. It's like, to, like in the fucking Paris episode, they could have just been like, yeah, like, like, oh, never mind. But I'm leaving. Oh, so I'll miss you. I'm not French, but I'm sorry, I lied to you. And then they could have just had them show up with each other in this episode. Still would have been able it's to do it. Fucking hilarious when <laughs> Brenda tries to be French. Yeah. Um. So he kisses her and he's like. Oh, she pretended her name was Brenda Dubois, by the way. Oh. Uh, yeah. So he's like, listen, I liked Brenda Dubois, but I could fall in love with Brenda Walsh. And I'm like, you, you just yeah. met Brenda Walsh, and all you know of her is that she's, <laughs> she's a, a crazy liar. bitch <laughs> who pretends to be a French lady. Yeah. Um, That's exactly what I've been looking for. <laughs> <laughs> listen, you're just fucking bonkers enough for me to fall in love with. I'm Dean Kane. I don't have many expectations. <laughs> <laughs> you could lie about being any other. <laughs> yeah. I used to lie about being Superman. <laughs> yeah. He used to. They gave this, me a this is before the show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I have a feeling that in the future I'm going to lie about being Superman. <laughs> <laughs> you can't judge me when I lie about being Superman. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then Donna actually goes to the priest and asks him if she can bone David. Uh, and he goes, what does your heart say? And she's like, well, it's not my heart I'm worried about. And he laughs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it's her vagina. Yeah. Um, and he's like, well, listen, you know, you have to do what you think is right. And God will love you no matter what. And she's like, okay, well, that's giving me a lot to think about. Um, God told me you can totally bang me. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as he can watch. <laughs> um, yeah, a real so lawyer then, type. Uh, so then Dean Kane. Don't uh, do that with your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> If the listener was wondering why you could only hear one, every other word yeah. of Casey, he was swinging the mic around. <laughs> it's because I've gone avant-garde with this. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so then Dean Kane wants to see her again, and uh, I've written that he's a wiener because uh, he kind of <laughs> is. That's a Fair. general note. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it also, is. wiener. Yeah. Um, and uh, she says that she already has a boyfriend, and he says, well, think about it because I like you. And uh, so then we cut back to David, and he can't. And he's like, "I can't believe that you told a priest about our sex life." And I'm like, "I can't believe you talked about it on national television to Rosie O'Donnell." 
And she's like, okay, well, I'm still not going to fuck you. Um, is that a problem? And he's like, well, I love you and I like you. So I guess I'll wait. And she's like, well, we can still like make out and mess around and stuff. And I'm like, well, what does messing around mean? <laughs> it means taking care of that solid dick. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I was going to say that that's like a, a weird thing. Like for him, he's like, I feel like with what we've learned earlier in the episode, he's like, okay, but I'm going to be at that porn store. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like... I'm going to be hanging out in the porno section yeah, and jacking it to I feel my like stepsister, he's a real... so... Yeah. <laughs> you let me know when you're ready, kiddo. That's real weird on his part. Like, yeah. all right, I guess I'm fair with this, but yeah. like... Oh, well. Yeah. Well, you know, he's doing what he's doing to get by. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then Brandon uh, visits Andrea again, and she's lamenting the fact that the police don't know anything other than the fact that it was a very loud silver car. That's what makes me feel like we're going to get into, at some point, there's going to be a storyline where we find out who hit her in the car. I can't wait to find That's out who hit her. That's wonderful. Yeah. It was a really loud, loud silver, car. silver car blasting yeah. David Silver's music. <laughs> <laughs> and it said David Silver on the yeah. side of it. And he was masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> there was a weird masturbating guy in this loud silver car. He was dancing, driving, singing, singing. and masturbating. <laughs> who was, could it have been? I'm and the king then of the he world. said, hey, Andrea, it's me, David Silver. <laughs> Fuck your legs. <laughs> it gets me so rock hard. <laughs> to drive over somebody's legs. Oh, it is getting Lynchian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Cronenbergian, yeah. in fact. <laughs> yeah, there's a real crash, crash vibe to this. <laughs> um, so she's like, anyway, I'm in a wheelchair now. Mm. Wicked. Yeah. So then uh, we're back at Brenda and Dylan, and Brenda is pressuring Dylan to retake the SATs again. And he's like, leave me the fuck alone. Uh, and she's like, uh, okay, well, uh, you're starting to piss me off, and I went out with Dean Kane again, and we're going to take a break because I want to go with, be with Dean Kane. And he's like, okay. So they're just, <laughs> he's like totally okay with it. Ugh. And then he like he's like, I can never be mad at you. And then he hugs her. So they're broken up now. Oh my. Um. So. Uh, oh yeah. So then now we're at West Beverly at night. And Steve and Herb are breaking in. Herbert. Uh, and uh, Steve keeps laughing maniacally. <laughs> like this. Like, he's full on just a villain. Yeah. Kissing that key and Herbert in the door. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, so they break in. And uh, Herbert breaks into the computer and changes his uh, grades. And suddenly the computer just freezes. And he's like, it, it won't do anything. And they're like, ah! And they run away. Damn you, IBM. <laughs> Damn you, Commodore 64. <laughs> um, so then, uh, oh, yeah, so we go back, and uh, Brenda calls Kelly, and she's like, yeah, Dylan and I broke up. And Kelly's like, oh, shit, are you Whoa. okay? And Brenda's like, yeah, he told me that he was seeing somebody this summer. And Kelly's like, Uh-oh. oh, God, do you know who it is? And she's like, no. And oh, Kelly's shit. like, whew. And then there's a knock on the door, and she's like, go away, David. And then the door opens, and it's not David, you guys. Uh-oh. It's Dean Kane. <laughs> it's, it's Dean Kane and Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> uh, what we talked about earlier, she's into it. <laughs> Let's go break really? his arms. <laughs> 
Um, no, it's it's Dylan at the yeah. bar. Oh my yeah. God! Oh boy! And Is that he the end? goes, yeah, he goes, uh, yeah, yeah. Brendan and I are broken up. She wants to see other people, and and Kelly's like, well, what do you think? And he's like. I think I should start seeing you. And then they tongue kiss each other. Yeah. The end. Oh, my God. Man. Yeah, this is guys. crazy. It's nuts. It's crazy. Go nuts. Yeah. The whole thing is just fucking That's bananas. a good episode. Was, so much happened. So much. There were so many crazy things. one of the gang got run over. Yeah. For, for no reason. Not, no. Not just one of the gang. No, Andrea. Fucking Andrea got yeah. run over it. And That's where, why and, this is so great. And what's Both going, of her legs broken. And where yeah. is she left at the end of the episode? Like you said, hospital. That, uh, she's yeah. in the hospital, signed with the casts, and yep. uh, in a wheelchair now. Do you think maybe this is a like no she doesn't me. want to be in the show that much this year? <laughs> so let's get her out of the picture a little and just shoot some stuff with her that yeah. we can pepper throughout is the she season. Like pregnant or something? Maybe. Um. Oh, the actress. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. I don't, I don't know. Like, honestly, I have no idea. Because if they, it if seems like a weird extreme choice. Yeah. Uh, it, and it really does to not focus on it at all. Yeah. Yeah. But again, there was that one little glimmer of hope where they're like uh, the silver car. Yeah. Well, all okay. I know is that it was a loud silver car. So Did I feel like what that's kind of car? Good. I feel like loud and silver. Loud and is, silver. Is, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all I know about cars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are loud. Some of them are silver. A couple of them are both. Some of them have singing, rapping uh, yeah. maniacs jerking off inside <laughs> Just of them. Jerking it while they drive. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited to see what where this is going with the uh, Dylan stuff. I feel like uh, this is about time. I mean, obviously, yeah, her and Dean. How Brenda, many episodes are we in here yeah. this season? Yeah. Brenda and Dean Kane, like, this has been on yeah. the horizon for a while. So I guess Dean Kane's hanging around for yeah. this season. Yeah. And uh, this could only be better if it was Brenda and Dean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, respectable Dean respectable coons. Dean coons. respectable yeah. coons. Um, I guess uh, Bre- um, Dylan and Kelly getting together, though, is going to cause yeah. some waves. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Cause some real waves. Yep. At the old high school. Yeah. Well, that's another episode of 90210. Yeah, relay. Uh, next week, uh, Greg will have a recap. That's right. He will keep on moving. Things mm-hmm. are getting interesting in season mm-hmm. three. Uh, let us know what you think of the season thus far. If you are watching along, comment on our discuss threads on modernspirit.com or just email us at info at modernspirit.com. Mm. Um, and speaking of which, thank you for listening. You can find us at modernspirit.com. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at SYNWPC. Uh, you can tweet at us there, or you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash SYNWPC. Uh, throw your comments there or on the website, either or, or both, whatever you want, uh, and listen to all the other shows there. Let's scare Matthew Price to death. Just put up an episode about uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that is wonderful. Uh, there was a bonus episode of Super Zero, a new episode of The Do-Over, and tons more. So much. Yeah. Come on, do so, it up. Oh, also, there. check me out. Check out my writing on uh, ScreenRant.com. Yeah. I'm writing articles every day. Nice. About movie things. Movies. Yeah. Uh, television things. I've yeah. changed uh, that site to be one of my go-to movie sites now. Excellent. Because mm-hmm. I know once in a while I'll be reading something by you. Well, yeah. I do know that at least one of their writers is uh, making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I don't I don't make anything up. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, shout out, I was thinking during the episode to Matt Colley. We yell at him to make uh, movie posters for us and he's been yeah. doing it so just, yeah. yeah like so good god bless that guy and <laughs> yeah. they're always fucking phenomenal yeah 
Oh, and how about uh, before we leave, a special uh, little nugget for people that have listened all the way through. Should I do a quick uh, Dan Gorman as a as a teenager reviews a movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we haven't had an I am Dan B in a long. All right. Yeah. If you listened a while ago, I found a bunch of movie reviews from when I was like fifteen uh, or fourteen, and 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 they are ridiculous. And I found some more. So usually we do them at the top, but we'll we'll end it up here with one. Uh, this is a, get uh, Casey to send these into his editor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because my editor's also fifteen years old. <laughs> um, okay, this is a review of the Jackie Chan film Fantasy Mission Force. <laughs> Uh, and here we go. <laughs> Never even heard of that it's one. It's wonderful. No, I feel like 15-year-old Dan Gorman made it up. <laughs> Picked this one up just because I used to love watching Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> you used to. <laughs> this is nostalgic 15-year-old Dan Gorman. <laughs> Back when I was 14. <laughs> now. Back when I was 14. <laughs> uh, my brother says it'll go away, but... <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> My brother says I watch too many Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> but I don't think so. Uh, now it's one of my favorite bad movies or all time. Spelling mistake. <laughs> <laughs> there is just so much to love about it and all of it's hilarious. <laughs> my 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 only criticism here is that maybe you're going a little too in-depth. <laughs> the haunted house scene was probably my favorite. Who can forget the guy playing? <laughs> Who can forget the guy playing cards with a bunch of cheating ghosts? <laughs> oh, indeed. <laughs> Who can forget that? Thank you for not providing any context for that, by the way. <laughs> Grab a bunch of friends and riff this movie until there is no tomorrow. Five out of five. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, you know what? Yeah. Tough but fair. <laughs> <laughs> Who can forget? Who can forget it? And just riddled with uh, grammar errors. <laughs> I was in a hurry. Oh, that was your most favoriteest Jackie Chan movie of all four all time. Who can forget this thing you would have only remembered if you saw this movie? <laughs> uh, well, Who can forget it? People who haven't seen it. <laughs> Uh, well, if that if you listened through all of this extra long episode, that was your reward. Yep. We'll try yeah. and do one off the top in another episode. But for was now, it a really long one. Oh, two and a half almost nice. hours. That is. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> uh, otherwise, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. Another episode in the bag of shit to send in the space. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Who could forget that episode? <laughs> this has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 